following podcast contains let me start that again oh, no, I, that's, forgot, that's I forgot what it has <laughs> oh. roll with it because the content is right. good yeah <laughs> the, yeah the following podcast contains a neil brain neil brain okay Neil-brain. yeah the following podcast contains neil brain neil brain and neil brain your neil brain ball sack is advised <laughs> I can't go on with this. I can't go on with this. I'm an American. I'm an American. I love this country. My country. Four guys and a movie. Four guys and a movie. Don't I, Brian Roberts, you're reviewing movies for the show. Four guys and a movie. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the 4AM Podcast. Worst opening ever. Nailed it. Yeah. I'm your host, Neil Breen, along with Neil Breen and Neil Breen and Neil Breen. <laughs> and welcome back to a very special episode. Um, uh, schedule, scheduling kind of shut down. Yeah. Well, it's well, part of it is the freaking headphones. What right. he's just been through with this Neil Breen. No. Film. Yeah. He, you might need to just. Take a moment, shut down, Double restart. down. Double, yeah. Oh. Well, to- Tony doubled down on that critical failure. Yeah. Well, yeah, so the thing is, we were supposed to do uh, a sponsored episode this week, but scheduling conflicts arose, and we had to kind of uh, find something else at the last minute. And uh, we remember that Tony Tony failed pretty hard last time uh, Last time he rolled, and uh, what, what did we come up with, Tony? <laughs> this is how we... Uh, I, I... <laughs> the Empire has struck. Okay. Want to put that on silent there? I sure will. Okay. Uh, th- this, is, this is a professional operation I mean, we're running here. Still, you know what? It's going along more smoothly than I imagine this film did. Yeah, I, I held for editing. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, so at the last minute, I was asked to pick my failure movie, and I was in the middle of work, so I said, fuck it, Neil Breen, let's do this, let's watch Double Down. We decided to go in, what, this is like chronological, chronological order, this is first. Yeah, this is the first. His first. Yeah. First Breen. Um, yeah, while Tony was holding for editing, I was walking by and rubbing uh, powder on his arm. Yes. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> While drinking a uh, a bottle of what is that Mad Elf? Or it's Bad Elf? The Mad Elf. Mm. It's by Trogues Independent Brewing. It's a holiday Not ale sponsored. brewed with cherries and honey. It's got it's got a really uh, messed up looking elf on it, and uh, it's got it's it's yummy. It's very cherry y, and it's eleven uh, percent alcohol per volume. And, Apparently, uh, the yeast it's made with is spicy Belgian. There you go. So I'm gonna get a spicy Belgian yeast infection. Boom. All right. So, all that said, we uh, we we started down the path of uh, Neil Breen. Yep. Uh, we got to start down the path of lighting that candle. And oh boy! <laughs> Apparently, is, uh, in yeah. doing this, we have now officially lost uh, Brian, Will, Brick, <laughs> Dave, and many other guests. They knew people. better than to show up here. <laughs> oh, that smells like the inside of his uh, little sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tipping it towards what, you. What that is? Um, you got his dead figure. wife had decomposed in. Yes. Yeah. And you know, semen. Um. 
Well, I think it smells like that uh, public pool that he was bare-ass naked in. <laughs> it has left his wife's corpse in. Oh, boy. In. We'll get there. Uh, first of all, this film is, I believe, sponsored by uh, those fake laptops you see at furniture stores. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I, I don't know what we're doing anymore. No, so. Those cost money. He just yes. he fished these out of oh, the dumpster. Oh, no, he waits until those the furniture stores are going out of business, and then he, he swoops yes. in. Liquidates well. them. <laughs> I mean, if you want to just start getting into all this. I mean, yeah, might as well. well uh, for, for people who don't know, can can you tell us a little bit about Neil Breen? I mean, it, I imagine he's surrounded by an aura of mystery similar to Tommy Wiseau. Yes. Um, he, uh, uh, he, well, he claims to mm-hmm. be a human man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he is um, a... Uh, uh, Oh, fuck. Words are failing me now because this movie has just rotted my brain. Uh, someone who sells property. A realtor. Realtor. Uh, so my guess is... Tony couldn't think of it because it has the word real in the name. Yeah. <laughs> he's a realtor and architect. Yes. Uh, so my guess is he did probably have a lot of houses that he tried to make live in by mm. buying such things as laptops that don't function and so mm. on. Probably had a few of those extras lying around. So um, where were all the little um, statues of, like, tipped-over drinks and stuff that you'd see? Um, uh, he saved those for the next movie. Melting ice cream cone. Uh, I'm sure they'll show up in the, one of these eventually. So he's he's a, essentially a uh, a Tommy Wiseau, like a more robotic Tommy Wiseau. Like, like Tommy Wiseau, you don't question his humanity. You're just like, what? what made you like how did you get the way you are uh he's he's definitely more like i don't think you're real (laughs) i think he and tommy wiseau could be in kind of like a bert and ernie sort of sort of relationship that would be great tommy wiseau is like this thing is definitely alive just what kind of mutagen like yeah word on it tommy wiseau was is either was a human at one point or shares human dna yeah neil breen does not no. yeah, like yeah. like a department store mannequin like come to life yeah <laughs> he's, a, he's like he's a creepy pasta yeah mm-hmm. he has human dna on him but <laughs> inside his sleeping bag yeah. yeah i mean it's possible that that might be like human dna in his outer terminator style flesh coating yeah over so, like yes. a robotic body well, that's what i'm getting at yeah. there, there's you know he he's, resembles humans, but... Uh, so yeah, this is Double Down from 2005, which is important to note because besides the fact that half the footage in this is uh, archived footage from, like, at least the 80s, if not earlier, uh, it does not look like a movie that came royalty out after free, 2000. Baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of royalty-free, when did the KFC Double Down come out? Uh, 2005. I feel like that's around the same time. I don't even oh, know I'm what sure that it was is. Out around. You then. don't know what a KFC double down what, is. When Joe? do I go to KFC, Rob? Yeah, but you would have heard about it though. Yeah, how have you not? I heard think about 2005 this? might have been like after I stopped going to KFC, KFC. I double down. I went once with you guys and was like, "Yeah, we're not doing that again." <laughs> yeah, well, I think we. I think there was a consensus on that. I don't. I can't remember the last time I went to KFC. But the double down, and I've never had one. I've only mm-hmm. heard about them. It was a chicken? Tony, correct me if I'm wrong. It was a chicken sandwich of sorts, but it was just like. Filling between two fried chicken. Okay, pieces. yeah, I knew they made a sandwich that had chicken as the bread. 
Yeah. I didn't know that was the double down. That's the double down, as far as I'm aware. Yes. It is two fried chicken uh, fillets in the place of bread Mm -hmm. with uh, bacon and cheese and sauce. Nice. Mm. Okay. And when did this release? That, uh, it's like, uh, 2013? Really? That late? Wait, no. It was almost 10 years ago. I know. I'm sorry, that was when it was, uh, when it premiered in Africa. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> this is the Double Down Wiki. <laughs> oh, there's a Double Down Wiki. There's a wiki, of course. I went to history, and stupid me just was like, well, the history, it's going to just tell the history mm. of this fucking sandwich, not individually put it by fucking location. Con- now, wait, is that all of Africa, or do they include Wakanda in that? <laughs> Don't know because they're advanced. Uh, so Europe. I'm pretty sure Wakanda didn't allow that within its borders. Yeah, Wakanda was still That's closed true. off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, U.S. <laughs> no, yeah, it looks like 2010. Okay. You had to claw like to smuggle one of those earliest in there for I you. could find. Okay, I just felt like it was a lot earlier than that for some reason. Yeah, it does feel like it, but. Uh, yeah, I, think I felt like people watched the towers fall, eating their double down. One... I felt like that's why. They... <laughs> wow! <laughs> all right. Uh, um, one important detail I think also to note: difference between Tommy Wiseau and Neil Breen. Tommy Wiseau uh, definitely had access to more money. Uh, oh yeah, he's he's yeah he's got money. The room at least is filmed like it's not filmed well, but it's like it's filmed on like higher quality digital cameras. Well, again, it's famously, it's filmed on regular and digital cameras because he bought two complete sets of film equipment because he really thought he was going to do like yeah. a wide distribution Here's with it. Here's something else. Mm-hmm. And this may be controversial. You guys can chime yeah. in. I feel like Tommy Wiseau's film was more coherent. Oh, fuck yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, that had, is yeah. like, it's a bad plot and bad ideas, yeah. but they're still like, they still follow <laughs> like, yeah, basic story structure. Yeah. There, there's a cyclical yeah, yeah. pattern that repeats a few times in that one. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to argue. I may the, have a something. Yeah. Just, you know. Just anything. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was actually looking in there for a thing just called playing thing. snack roulette. Um, I was going to argue the, the difference is <laughs> I don't know. That Tommy Wiseau has more money necessarily. He, he just spent more. <laughs> he certainly spent more, but I think it is more he understands how films are made. Yeah, he was an acting student. He is oh, aware Tommy, of these he's things. He's got a lot of money. Though. Oh yeah, he might have. He, well, yeah. he's again. He definitely spent more. I don't know if he has access to more money. Yeah. But the point is, he knows like, oh, we should film on a set and not just a blue yeah. screener in the desert. He knows that I should have I these. Mean, a story that follows like A, B to C yeah. instead of whatever the fuck happened in my nightmares last night. <laughs> I mean, this was 2005. Those and... weren't his nightmares, Tony. Those yeah. were his dreams. They, yeah, they whatever. They both wind up humping their exes. <laughs> do, do Neil things. Breen's have dreams? Do Breen's dream. Of yeah. electric. electric sheep. Yeah. yeah. Um, But I forgot where I was going now. <laughs> empty uh, laptops. Yeah. No, no, this looks like it was filmed on a camera that's, like, maybe two steps above that 30-second crank camera they use to do Manos. Yeah. Like, it's it's real bad oh, yeah, video the, quality. The, everything is quality. He's definitely, uh, again, he's spent less money. He's mm-hmm. at least a more budget-conscious uh, filmmaker. Mm-hmm. If not, you know, whether that's because he doesn't have the money to spend or just because he, you know, thinks better of it, I don't know. But wow, it is it is something else. <laughs> do you um do you got any trivia about this? 
not <laughs> any information whatsoever about this. Not a ton. Um, again, peek behind the curtains. I had a day to prepare for this. A day I was working. Uh, and this is not exactly big enough to get like a proper IMDb yep. page information. So I don't know the budget. I know he spent all his own money uh, to finance this. Big surprise since he did everything else. Um, which, which leads me to my first question. How did this get on? <laughs> Like, uh, um, that was I. I just I don't know what else to say other than I'm sure that was me. Yeah, like, I, I know I'm not a founding member of this podcast, but mm. like list of movies we would watch, I would think would have had like at least a theatrical release in a country and B um, like it was released in was Br- Neil Brenistan. Neil Brenistan, yeah. yeah. Um, or it, yeah, or was at least like on a TV network at some point well, in see, time that problem, people might have seen it the, the problem you have here is when we were as pointed out multiple times even just in this episode we are not professional so at one time there was some kind of structure to things now it's just fucking mayhem so we could have been yeah. watching ice pirates yeah ice fucking pirates. i didn't realize you that, roll the one then yeah. jackass. There, there you is. know i don't roll ones <laughs> Yeah, it's good to know there there is one That's good way out on if you roll a one. Ice Pirates is still on that list, but everything else on there was fucking trash. Um, I mean, and you're welcome for me clearing out all the Transformers movies when I had twenties, and now they're yeah. not on there anymore. Oh, there's still some Transformers. Yeah, there are still and some. that's Don't not worry. that's not a positive. Yeah, we we, we since, had to watch those. Especially since there are more to come that I'm sure yeah. will fill that list back up in no time. Uh, there was one interesting thing I saw. Um, in the credits, I don't know if everyone else caught. There uh, are a few. Yeah, well, <laughs> hair and makeup. None. Uh, yeah, that was the one yes. I saw. Um, that's the first movie I've ever seen that specifically put in hair and makeup just none. to point out that none. <laughs> yes, no one was doing. That it. was one of the purchaser when, of flesh-colored thong. Yeah. I, when trying to find some trivia and where, mm-hmm. some information on this, I did see someone posted on IMDb. Uh, the part for trivia was that uh, there was no hair and makeup on this movie, and I was like, "That's kind of weird to point out, but all right, for whatever." Mm-hmm. I did not realize they took the time to tell you that during the credits. <laughs> that was quite the shock to me. I think we even discussed it before we watched the movie. I mean, yes, we was, did. Was that him just being like, "Come on, guys"? I mean, I didn't have anyone for hair and makeup. No, I, I think it's him saying. No, the natural beauty of the human species is presented in my films. I'm closer to Rob where yeah. I kind of feel like it's a, you might not believe this, but there wasn't actually any hair and makeup on this movie. Mm-hmm. I know, hard to tell, right? Like, no, I can no, brush, it's pretty obvious, dude. I can brush my own hair. Um, and I grew out of a potato before oh. gluing to my head. <laughs> also, there was no lighting. That was also a nun. Which explains why yeah. the entirety of this movie is filmed during the day. The power yeah. of the sun will light my film. Oh, yeah. And light my way. It's a magical day. That's a different one, Rob. Don't get out of ourselves. <laughs> Do I get to roll today? I don't know. I don't even no. know whose turn it is to roll. Oh, maybe? <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, because Brian. Tony rolled last, right? Yeah, so it should be Brian, but then I'm yeah, so it's Rob. Yeah, okay. Brian's an absentee member. Hmm. He doesn't so, love us anymore, so he, now I torture you all in his place. I still love you, Brian. <clears throat> anyway, uh, so, yeah, Neil 
Breen has a message to send sure. to the world. Sure. Does he know what it is? I, think I he come does. in peace. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, <laughs> it's Maybe. not clear. Um, it's that he's the best. Mm-hmm. He's earned many medals. Yeah. Well, he's an ace fighter pilot. It, I mean, that's just that's just a given. If you get too close to him, he'll scorch you with his orbital laser shield. Yes. All right. Yeah, let's just get into the yeah, shit. Yeah, let's talk about the movie. I mean, th- yeah. The, uh, Joe, we don't I don't, have I don't mean to cut you out. Cast but Neil Cast Neil Yeah, Neil Breen, Neil Breen, Neil Breen, Neil yeah. Breen. And some very un- very uncomfortable looking women. Some, some people that probably don't want it to be known that they were in this movie. <laughs> some people I'm pretty sure he just picked up on a bus stop. Yeah. A lot of Alan Smithy. All, all of them were acting like... If I finish my lines, I get to go home. <laughs> well, yes, but there's more of a question inflection. Yeah. <laughs> if I finish yeah. my lines, do I, I get, get to, to go, go home, home, right? Yeah. Well, his love interest is like, is definitely like, uh, is he going to kidnap me? <laughs> You'll put me back in the cornfield. You found me, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that poor woman. <laughs> she. They have that scene at the pool, and every time they're we gotta get there, we gotta get to the scene. We'll get there. Put a penny, put a piece under your hat. Of all the movies to follow the chronological order, this is the one I don't think we need to worry about. It. They have to understand the plot, Tony. Yeah. Did you? No, I don't know what the hell happened. No, we have to go at this with like the detail level of a forensics. uh, Oh, I don't want to be here that long, dude. Come on. Because, I mean, this is deep. This is deep shit. Here. How many you pages, don't... Joe? How many pages? I, I took... I was expecting to take two pages of notes of just writing down every scene. Uh-huh. I took four pages of notes. Four pages. All right, look. Most of which is questions. I took a page plus. That's a lot for Rob. For me? Yes. That's a, yeah. that's akin I, to a whole book for Joe. I also wrote Most down... Most notes look like that. Yes. <laughs> that's true. It's mostly the title and then, like, me saying something stupid and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also wrote down um, every time I audibly out loud yelled "What the fuck!" Oh, <laughs> at the screen. Okay, and you only have four pages. I think I only have one of those. Well, no, no, no. That's that's in the margins of my notes. I put. <laughs> I see it now. At this point, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> WTF? WTF? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Yeah, it it opens on some clouds and some shitty piano music and then some rocks in a desert. And then you you just see Neil Breen hunkering down. Well, yes, by rocks, some rocks in a desert, but also just skulls. A toy randomly. Yeah, there, there's a toy like Walmart skeleton <laughs> hanging out from a rock. <clears throat> right. But it, but like why just skeletons yeah. those are his other girlfriends <laughs> i mean i guess those but like, were the other actors they're so. very casually scattered about this uh nevada desert here so you know that that uh law cinema where it's uh show don't tell yeah no he he ain't doing that he is no. he's spending 10 minutes telling you about how badass he is <laughs> i will take that a step further i oh. i yeah, didn't really bother taking notes on this one, but a note I took in my own head was this is the movie that should be shown to like uh, film classes mm-hmm. to express how important it is to have show don't tell. Yeah, because this is all tell and no show. Well, he's doing stuff. 
There, yeah, I mean, you but, you can't really make a movie without showing something, but yeah. it's, it's the bare minimum. It's mostly hunkering down by rocks, hitting the E key on five different <clears throat> off laptops. Yeah. yeah. Fine, um, well, not they're not off. They don't actually have any internal parts, so they can't be on. They might have internal parts. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, so... But there's no power going to Yeah, that. there's no power. All right. <clears throat> Let's, let me... Uh, the, all right. So, <laughs> basically... He's he's telling the audience that he has he has all the medals ever, um, and that he is a covert agent, fighter pilot for hire, covert mm-hmm. agent for hire for any country that'll yeah. have him. Mm. But he's also a spy, mm. government agent mm-hmm. for like this. He didn't say CIA. He said like intelligence mm-hmm. something for the government. So basically, he might just refer to it as the agency. <clears throat> So basically, he's a he's a traitor to the country. Yeah, essentially, he's he'll free, he'll commit treason of, if yeah, he needs he's a to. Free agent. So he's, he's a, not directly a traitor, but you could pay him to be. He's a covert agent slash spy slash traitor slash government agent. He's slash, the best agent they ever had. He's right? the best one they ever had. He's the but best he, of everything. But he's also yeah. like he'll also work for enemy nations. But he uses that money to donate to. <laughs> but he donates. <laughs> but he donates yeah. some money to children's Disaster hospitals. Relief. Yeah, and and Katrina relief. Well, yep. that's what I love. He's like you know I needy children and uh, disaster relief it's like so russia can hire you to an attack a orphanage and then you donate your money that you got to yeah, save yeah. them like yes, what the absolutely. fuck absolutely and he likes name dropping catastrophes that's for sure and that explains why also he um he just lives in a car and eats tuna fish out of a can because uh, that's all he needs now. Yeah. This he is a cat food gobbler. He is disgusting. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> shot of him eating tuna while driving that alone almost sent me through every emotion. Because a like he's an asshole and almost yeah. gets himself killed driving off the road because he's trying to eat tuna fish out of a can while driving. None of it goes in his mouth. Yeah. No, the other it. part was I almost threw up because it's just we see his lap full of bits of tuna. It just looks like I don't cat know food. if he needs to eat food. So there no, might not actually be yeah. a, like a hole at the back of his mouth. So, and here's the other thing. Like a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, maybe that is cat. It's maybe... like Cookie Monster. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, is, he is cat food monster. Or maybe it is cat food and he's doing this for the movie. But in actuality, he's trying to lure Cat Doom because he's Alf. <laughs> oh, he is from yeah. Melmac. Yes. Or maybe in real life he's a vegetarian. So he's mm-hmm. like. I can't actually eat any of this. I mean, he that. does have the emaciated look of a vegetarian. Where did you get that, and can you find me one? Some sort also, of peanut butter Also, bar. have you dipped that in the peanut butter marshmallow spread yet? He did last yet? week. Oh, know. did you? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, also, you. well, you can pass me one if you find extra. Um, so, also something to keep in mind is that he is the director of this film. So, he is <laughs> the one that set up that shot. Yep. They got that tuna. They probably went to the store and bought that tuna on sale, I'm sure. He went to ShopRite's Can Can sale. I mean, he, he had at least 24 cans of tuna. It was disgusting. <laughs> disgusting amount of tuna. So, and, and tuna, bottled water, and beer. Is this a, is his entire diet? Yeah, and vials of some red substance that he believes to be drugs. 
<laughs> anthrax, so, I guess. Yeah. Just, just so you know, <clears throat> I had a thought. Uh-oh. And in the few minutes of uh, silence or whatever after I handed you that bar, I want to show you what I found. Oh, no. So if you look at my phone, I'm sorry, people listening, you can't see this, but... <clears throat> no, no, it's fine. It's, it's a website a... to fake hacking. I just hit some whatever, and it oh. generates stuff. He could not do this no. for fucking yeah. his fucking no. laptops. Nope. Yep. Okay, first of all, or his phone because they were all even phones. charge those now, batteries. To be fair, it's 2005 that he did this. That site may not have existed. Granted, he has done the same thing in every single one of his movies since, yeah. and didn't use that yeah. either. But also, you can't type on a fake laptop. I mean, <laughs> well, I don't think they're fake. Could at laptops. least I think they're hit the no, enter key fake. to keep getting syntax errors or whatever. Well, something. I'm telling you, they're broken laptops that he yeah. got. They're, they're goodwill or something. Yeah, they're possibly broken or something. Yeah. But I actually, I think Tony's Tony's thought is more accurate. That he, if he's an architect slash realtor, he has access. He probably has access to those oh, yeah. like fill I, fill a home pieces. Yeah. I think he filmed that scene at the end where he smashed them all with a rock first <laughs> oh that i don't know be. because he has one of those scenes in all of his movies mm-hmm. that is true he, he ha- the point is yeah i'm pretty sure he has access to more of these that's his rock whether, star moment he mm, smashes yeah. his guitar whether they're ever functional or not is debatable but yeah. all right so he's a he's a covert he has, agent he has <clears throat> access to all the shit that people leave behind in the houses when they move out. Uh, that possibly too, but the, the fact that they all seem to be the same, yeah, leads me to believe this is that filler home thing. Like, uh, what are they talking about in Arrested Development? Like where every, you know the house looks like it's lived in, right? But yeah, nothing works. And yeah, yeah it's a, that. It's a model yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, model home. So he's a, he's a covert agent, spy, trader, government agent, cat food gobbler. Um, his, his, the government war hero, um, the government killed his fiance Mm because they were afraid of him. Yes. Right. Which makes sense. Mm -hmm. If you, if if someone's a super hacker, you definitely want to piss him off by killing his fiance. Well, yeah. If you're afraid of him, you want to make him angry, but they can't kill him him because he has seven bio bombs spread through seven different cities. That he has to send a signal to every three days, or they'll go off and unleash a bioterror attack. Right, and he definitely wouldn't do that if they killed his fiance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's our hero, everybody. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, he will destroy the world if well, you hurt him. Yeah. All right. To be fair, this is the beginning. It gives uh-huh. him room to grow. Yeah. You know. Uh huh. Um. <laughs> I'm not saying he ever gets there, uh, that... but it's an idea. He goes on a journey, though. Definitely. No, yeah, he does. He does. We'll we'll get to it. So also. Uh, just I don't again I don't know this the point to bring this up or not but his girlfriend uh-huh. that he loves has been, a nice ass sure uh but they've been in love agreed mm-hmm. since she was seven or since they were both seven yeah had a nice ass back then no mm-hmm. uh, nobody that kind of gets to my point of he really weirdly, filled out those hoshkosh oh. <laughs> he weirdly keeps having moments where he's like. I miss you. I love you. And seeing her at seven. As a child, yes. And I was so creeped out. Oh, it's awful. It's yeah. awful. Well, he sees himself at seven, too. Y- yeah, occasionally. But, like, yeah. if you're a dude I and mean, you're missing your girlfriend, mm-hmm. maybe picture her more, like, you here's, know, here's when she the, was your age. Not he, Here's seven. also the thing. He is obviously 20 years her senior. Yes. So saying they both met when they were seven oh, is yeah. a Bit of a stretch, yeah. Yeah. 
I also like at one point he tells a guy, uh, he says something about, you know, whatever, two, knowing someone for two days and getting married in Vegas, you know, it's Vegas, why did you wait so long? I'm like, dude, you waited, what, 50 years before yeah. you married this yeah, woman? It's like, like, you know, Jesus. I wanted to make sure I was, you know, my social security would kick in. Um, also, like, she pops up in child form and in adult form, and... His memory of her in adult form is talking to him with the same voice that a woman uses when, like, a guy won't stop talking to her at the bus stop or something. And yeah. she's just making conversation to, I'm like... pretty sure that's the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Um, And then they kiss sometimes. But Not on the mouth. Like, yeah. he kisses, like, under her nose. She's, she's, like, full defense, like, just goes rigid and, like... Yeah. Wherever it lands, it lands. Yeah, that is uh, the exactly... More, the more brains we watch, the more you will see this yes. exact phenomenon. But yeah, that is it is clearly the thing of he's just going in to, for a kiss because, you know, mm. I paid for this, I'm getting whatever. We need the shot of me kissing her. And she is just kind of like a, if I just go stiff and move my head slightly, he won't hit my lips. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, at this I point... my nose see a grody ass shot of someone getting like cataract surgery or something because he has biomechanical parts put in him so he's a cyborg too. oh yeah i forgot is that what that is mm-hmm. implying it he's a has cyborg yeah. parts mm-hmm. yep um, sort of yeah he also he at least has google glass mm. i don't know or he just has lasik yeah the, he he's I been need hired my readers to shut down vegas for two months we don't know why we don't know by who does not say why or who. yeah um does we'll not, meet some characters does, about this later, but we won't know how they relate to yeah. Apparently, anything. like the so apparently there's like some sort of so he does this up for money mm-hmm. that he's going to give to victims of that hurricane that he Katrina. gives the victims. Yes, yes, yeah, and to buy tuna mm-hmm. and to buy tuna fish at shop, shop rice can can sale. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so and possibly gas. And whatever is required to power his invisible force shield. Okay, let's talk about this for a second. So he does. He lives in the Nevada desert in yep. his in his old BMW, like nineteen eighty six BMW or whatever it is mm. that he has five or three two direct TV satellite dishes. Yes, some. <laughs> um, Barrett, every every scene interchange goes back to him tightening the vice grips on his uh, satellite link well not so much tightening just car. just like pl- well, like whacking with a wrench, whacking yeah. with a wrench. Yeah. pretending to tighten like, like doing how, things like how you repair things in a video game right. where your character there's just, just a bar the yeah you just it. hit it with a wrench and the bar goes up yep. <laughs> um yes and apparently this creates a uh, an invisible force shield of lasers of la- <laughs> lasers that makes that makes the car invisible. Yep. And him invisible. Makes the editing choppy as hell. Makes yeah. the editing terrible and kills whoever walks through it. Mm-hmm. But not not like like vaporizes or burns. Just that generic like blood. It makes them. Out it makes them eyes. watch a Neil Breen movie. Yeah. yeah. And then you die. <laughs> yeah, it it feeds it directly yeah. into their brains and then it explodes. Yeah. Blood comes it's, out all your orifices yeah, and you die. Yeah, low budget scanner style yeah. kills you. Um, which I don't think that's what the satellite dishes do, but I couldn't tell. So I'll just... Well, because there's yeah. no explanation for any yeah. of it. I think those are supposed to be... I, I'm guessing here... boost the signal from yeah. his non-working yes, laptop. Yes, that's how he gets I internet. Laptop number four does the force field. Sure, okay. 
So, um, also in this movie, racks up an impressive body count for like of killing people that aren't actually there. Um, so we do get one scene where like there's just shoes walking through his campsite, and then he talks about like how he can kill, and then you just see him dragging like hands getting dragged away or something yeah and then he buries a guy who's still alive and the hands still going <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i forgot about this i do you know, like tony and i fucking were, harsh tony and i were watching this and i was like yeah i can see why joe had such a hard time watching this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's why there's all those random skeletons yeah. scattered around i yeah. think also, that is yes also, i'm pretty but... sure neil breen just buried a dude to get that shot yeah, well, buried his arm. He's probably no, yeah, that is, and that it was probably is, Neil Breen. To be fair, that's probably yeah, I mean, yeah, it probably was, that's probably yeah. why you don't see his face. But either yeah. way, yeah, it's pretty obvious. Like roughly the shoulder and above, that guy's mm. just off screen with his hand under like a foot of soil or, yeah. or sand or whatever. Like so, rough estimate, I'd say he kills about ten people in this movie, and you. Like, I think only about five of them actually have actors. Which is... Is that counting the random guy that he walks by and rubs anthrax on? Oh, no. And so no. many got killed by that. Who knows? Yeah. I'm um, talking just, like, in, like, a gunfight. Like, straight... Yeah. 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 How many did you count in the gunfight where he's just firing at nothing and gets blood well, splattered That's, that's four face. right there. Yeah, four. There was at least four guns there. <laughs> That's true. So you are counting when he shot his invisible friends, yeah, or his imaginary friends. Yeah. Or you know, I will say when they when they're using assault rifles, they really need to be careful not to to focus the camera on the side of the rifle that has all the screw holes in it. <laughs> also, like even if you film it in one side and just reverse it so it looks like the other side, just be mindful of that, guys. Just I know he does. He probably doesn't have access to blank rounds, but just so there's not like another rust situation going on, he needs <laughs> some like serious firearm safety courses as well. <laughs> I mean, those were all airsoft guns. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't put any kind of gun in his there hand. Was, that, there that, was not a bullet in this film. The anthrax negotiation later we'll get to is just some impressive <laughs> gun safety issues. I also just like to point out, though, when you're talking about his body count and all this stuff that he's done, from what I gathered from the numerous things mm. of him explaining this movie as we go along, is he is against the... Uh, 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 against wars and uh, needless death that comes yep. with them, and then just spends the rest of the movie murdering Still people. A bunch like... of people, yeah. Um, he's he's testing some sort of drug, but you don't really know anything about it. It's anthrax. He says it's anthrax. No, no, no not well, no. not yet. He the the anthrax is the flower bag that keeps getting tossed around. <laughs> yeah. But whatever that red liquid he injects into the strawberry. Mm -hmm. Is some other thing oh, he's yeah. creating? Yeah, that's I. I don't know what that then, is. But I thought you were talking about the one that he pours into the water. Well, now so <laughs> he's he's doing he's got some other drugs that he's not using. Then we get to the point where well, first he's like, "Who are you? Who am I?" And you're like, "Oh, you're this, this is getting philosophical all of a sudden." Like you're me. Yeah, and then we cut to the Hoover Dam, um, and then he says he specializes in bioterror. <laughs> And he just goes over to, like, what's supposed to be the Colorado River, but is just, like, some stream somewhere. And 
puts what he believes to be anthrax in the water and just kills a bunch of fish. He bought six fish at a local market. Yeah. Put them on the side of the, the water and then later collected them and ground them into those tuna cans. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, correct me if I'm wrong here. I am certainly not a bioengineer or a secret genius, whatever, like Neil Breen. But mm. if you put a biological agent into a stream of water of some mm-hmm. kind, that's not a test. You've just poisoned that yeah, water. Right. Like, yeah. that's, you can't control it into that area. That's not a test. <laughs> yeah, right. Stupid. You just poison that water. Yeah. He's like, um, this is a test to see if I can come back here and poison it later. Like, no, you just did it now. Yeah. So, I mean, presumably, I guess he's going to poison Lake Mead. Maybe. (laughs) We don't talk about this ever again. He also Uh, has this weird thing where every night he has this nightmare about his dead fiance. Yeah. And he wakes up on the ground next to his car. Under his car. And he wrote, help me. Help me in blood. blood But there was one situation here where he's. So it's, it's well, this whole movie's unclear. Yes. Mm. But there, there are scenes in this movie that imply that his dead fiance's body is in a bag that he has at his campsite it's it's not a sleeping bag it's not a bivisac it's just some sort of i referred to it as a man tarp (laughs) yeah it's just a tarp i think it's but it's got a zipper yeah Yeah, i think it's i think it's supposed to be a body bag yeah perhaps military but but the first scene it looks like it's a two-person body bag maybe uh, yeah but the first scene we really see of it like he is in it writhing God around what. having yeah. sex with this maybe dead body skeleton mm-hmm. who knows well, we're, we're jumping to a lot of conclusions well, this, with that because yeah. the bag is moving whether he's inside it is unclear but like we hear him making noises we, we hear him making noises through the whole fucking thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's fair that's fair. That is fair <laughs> if you're going with that logic he's also the hoover dam yeah. and most of nevada <laughs> I think he's also a Latino couple that gets married. (laughs) He's uh, he's pretending to be a prostitute. He's talking to on the phone. Oh my god! All right, well we keep we keep jumping ahead. So, oh my god. Um, yeah, it's at this point where he's he's in his man bag (laughs) or his man tarp, man sack, his man sack. No, we'll get to his man sack in a little bit. And we learn about the girl he had a crush on when he was seven, and then it flashes back to the two little kids chasing each other on a playground, then cuts to them as adults, uh, and then... Making a sex pact, like you do when you're mm-hmm. seven. <laughs> then some guy is, like, walking through his camp like he's gonna talk to him while he's playing on his four laptops that are not on. Uh, and then it just cuts to, like, a picture, like like a video of some military guys on some computers. And he says, error in Sector 7, I can't leave you, I love you. And then it it cuts to it's just it so, it so it shows you a public pool in Las Vegas. Yes. Right. Then it shows yep. you like a chrysanthemum or something floating in the pool. Mm-hmm. And then he's bare ass naked with his uh at this point just his girlfriend, um, who uh takes off her towel and she's just wearing a skin colored thong. To, it's trying to it's trying to imply that she's yeah. also naked, but obviously she was not down with that. So these yeah, these I'm two not people exposing my yeah, oh, no. these two people are naked Area. in a public pool somewhere. Well, he's well, naked yeah, in a public well, this, pool. Yeah. This gets to what I was she getting has at. A thong on. Yeah, this yeah. is what I was getting uh, at earlier. She's where topless. 
whenever they're talking. I doubt that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do too. That's it's probably as pasties. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. God, but... Whenever because whenever they're talking, you can see. You know, we we cut off just before mm-hmm. like the chest area. But she's looking straight at him. Yeah, she's. But looking you can straight see at his him. dick. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> slow down. <laughs> but yeah, they're both supposed to be naked in this pool, mm-hmm. but she's looking straight at him. But then they keep cutting back to the wide shot where she is looking away because she's not showing her breasts yeah. on camera. Oh, and because no. the editing is choppy as fuck, like it looks like she's just rocking back and yes. forth, <laughs> talking to him. Which she might be, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah. She might be having an episode. I think um, having a conversation with Neil Breen caused me to do that too. And this is arguably the worst marriage proposal I've ever seen. Yeah, he just pulls a ring out and you know proposes to her right there. Yeah, and she's also, just like, I guess, just I'll put it on my tit. I guess. Cause... Yeah, where did he have that? That's a good point. <laughs> right. Yeah, like. He had it tucked under his balls. Yeah, he just stuffed that in the taints and like yeah, it's the old over. the old grundle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> either that or maybe he had it on somewhere. All right, and uh, yeah, that's right. Well, I know remarkably it, unendowed. I and mean, now, yeah, that could work. <laughs> you can't ask what the fuck fast enough to keep up with what is occurring. Pulls it scene. out of that bird's oh, yeah. nest. Because yeah, because now. He's talking about doing the impossible or something, and then there's just a guy with a gun. Uh, it's got a laser sight on him, but then it goes to her, and he shoots her, mm-hmm. and she's just like, "Ugh!" and dies. And he holds her, and he goes like, "Ah!" <laughs> it sounds like he comes. Yeah. First, first, he just goes, "Oh, jeez!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's like, "Ah!" Then there is no emotion on his face. He's just staring ahead, like waiting for them to yell cut. And then, but and he's, then someone said, it's up to you to say yeah, that. He, yeah, and that's the person that said that was him also. Because yeah. he's, no, he's that was her. One. That was her. She was yeah. like, like, dude, please cut. Please say cut. cut. Yeah. Stop cut touching film. me. Then you see like the chrysanthemum has, has, blood in quotation marks on it i think that's that's not even like corn syrup that's like like red paint yeah that's like bright red paint yeah and then she's um, got it on her back yeah then she's floating doing like a dead man's float in the pool um and then it like cuts away and then it cuts back and now she's got some blood on her back and then it cuts away to him like holding the bloody chrysanthemum and attempting to show an emotion and then it cuts back to him floating next to his dead fiance, dirty danglers are just bobbing so up on the here's surface. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I thought I had seen enough when yeah. I had seen Russell Crowe's. Was it Russell Crowe? Yeah, no. in Virtuosity. His dirty danglers. But Peeking now, out. but now I get to see full on Neil Breen's filthy floaters, and yeah. I'm like, <laughs> enough is enough, man. Yeah. I could, I could like now I could identify those in a lineup. Mm-hmm. Which, and again, and this is part of the reason I I, I thought to make this, weirdly enough, but, uh, hold on. Huh? This is one of the few movies where I could say, that scene is in the trailer. You can see yeah. his ball sack in, <laughs> in the, the trailer. But, 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 but here's the thing. The trailer that we watched that I posted was a uh, fan-made trailer. Okay. No, well, uh, really? Yeah, it said that, fan-made in the description. Okay, because I'm pretty sure there is an actual trailer where that, that scene that is out- in it. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. John has found the picture of his face. <laughs> of his face coming on his dead wife. Oh, it's the face. Okay. Yeah. Um, and oh, yeah. Then it's essentially the scene. If anyone's seen the scene from the room where he's 
doing whatever with Lisa's uh, dress. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it's see, that, that's, but I mean, that's a scene we saw with the, a minute ago with the the body bag or whatever. <clears throat> so, except if you took the dress off of Lisa and just used everything left, yeah. <laughs> Either way, um, so now you you saw his you saw his dick. You saw just one of the worst death scenes, some of the worst acting you've ever seen, the worst marriage proposal, just the worst of many categories. And then it just cuts away, and they're cuddling on some rocks. Yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, you're, at this point, you are just, like, defeated. You're, yeah. you're <laughs> physically exhausted. You're well, mentally drained. Well, that's what, like, I think he's trying to get at these bigger meanings for all this. Like, the, you know, mm-hmm. oh, she got shot. She's floating down, and then it cuts to him floating with her because he died that day or some kind of crap like that. Mm-hmm. But because of the poor everything that mm-hmm. this movie is, it is like a, I don't know if the, the, it's editing or what. So when we got to that part where he's like, who am I? Where am I? What am I? I was like, I don't know you. <laughs> like, yeah. what is happening? So he wakes up now on the ground next to a bloody help me on the side of his car. And he just sort of, he tries to act. He just kind of shuffles away from that. Um, and it's about a half an hour into the movie now. Things have happened. But I couldn't tell you any part there, of the plot. There's not been a plot yet. Yeah. Like there's we, nothing that links anything together. We checked, and the first time anything that like plot related is mentioned is mm. 23 minutes into the. Mm. Um. Wow. Yeah. Okay. He's also. Which, yep. Yeah, actually, I do want to take this time to just mm. mention for, for those that might not be aware of this movie, should definitely look up some scenes or something because. As we've kind of alluded to or whatever, especially with the dying scene, he, yes, he cannot act. He is very bland. He's very dull. And he is 98% of this movie. Mm -hmm. It's just him talking about whatever the plot, I guess, is supposed to be. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Everybody in this movie that's not him, just as bad. No. Well, remember, he's giving them direction. Right. That's what I'm saying. They are bad, but they are human. Yeah. He is not. But they're not acting human. So they're human, but they're not acting human. I mean, he's the one that's not human. No. They're humans being directed by Yeah, They seem like humans just trying to read their lines because this guy's giving them no direction. He he is talking through most of this like, I am the greatest thing ever. I poison all these people. Oh, no. My wife died. Oh, I'm Uh, so upset. (laughs) Ah. That's how the, that's what humans noise make when they're sad, right? It's <laughs> ah. more like you got shot. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's so. Oh. Um, he see, but we're not you appear to be dead. Uh. <laughs> we're not appreciating the artistic chances he's taking here. The, the, the depth of this, because you'll also notice this movie does not have an antagonist. Uh, so he's choose to go like. To the depth oh, it does. Of, of like a reality of like a, a fight club kind of he's the antagonist and he's the good guy and the bad guy mm-hmm. in the same fucking character. Um, what did you find, John? John's looking at his phone and participation. I found a Facebook account. It's called Neil Breen is Daddy. <laughs> okay. Oh no. No no no, you put that away. Yeah. You put that shit and away. And he found that by typing in Google Neil Breen is Daddy. No, he found that by searching through his search history. Neil Breen doubled down and that yep. it, it came. But when you marathon every Breen movie, it's called the Breen Mile. No, it's called Suicide Watch. <laughs> Alright, so we get an important scene in this film of uh 
can you, you you can't just let Birdemic be the only movie that's cornered the market on cars parking. Yeah. So you get the important shot of the car parking next to a men's room, him walking in the men's room, walking back out in different clothes, and then driving away in the car. With a very noticeable hard cut as the sky oh, yeah. changes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it was just so you know, Neil Breen does wash himself occasionally. I guess. Yeah, to show you, he was in there for a while. Yeah. He had to wash a lot of tuna out of a lot of places. <laughs> I didn't need to be told that. I just, I just know. All right. So he's finally in Vegas. He's going to go talk to a dude where they clearly just, like, they filmed outside of a famous casino until security pushed them away sure. yes um oh, and gosh, it's like 40 minutes into the movie and um he, he's finally talking to a person um and they're talking about someone else is gonna attack vegas and he decides this is the time to give a lecture on uh on bioweapons mm-hmm. and uh chemical power and air power um before saying how can i help um and he does this this subtle technique, I don't know if you noticed, where he just films just his face, mm-hmm. so he's clearly not filming there. <laughs> he's just, right. just slide that in seamlessly. Is that how he does it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. You would, it's, I, it took a while to notice. <laughs> Using yeah. Windows Movie Maker. Mm-hmm. Free with any purchase uh-huh. of Windows I will operating also, system. Uh, small spoiler alert, Joe. Mm-hmm. This is another one that, as we uh, watch more of these movies, does not get any better. <laughs> no, no. It gets worse. I, uh, where... I'm 100% certain his technique does not improve. <laughs> now, this, this is when on. he's talking to the old, the gentleman with the gray hair, right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and the guy's like, I can't remember his exact line. I wrote it down as best I can remember it. And he's like, um, it's going to be bigger than 9-11 or any of the major catastrophes yep. since 9-11. <laughs> well, the, the ones that we stopped yeah, that no one knows about. Yeah, the major catastrophes we prevented since 9-11. Oh, it, yeah. I didn't hear it prevented. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. no, that's, that's why you're not aware of them. Neil Brin stopped them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also started them, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now we just get like five minutes of gratuitous Vegas footage. Just public domain images. Yep. It was legit like a come visit Vegas DVD that he mm-hmm. just ripped the video. Oh, for sure. From. And he wakes up just back under his car. Sure. And he's, he's... to be fair, uh, you know, he lost his wife. He's very depressed. Mm-hmm. So sometimes he wakes up next to his car and with help me written in blood. Yeah. Who hasn't done that? No. Yet? No, we've all been there. And Why do you think my car's always a mess? He's talking about some nonsense like oh, the military. Uh, what Tony? What did he freaking say? Like he's like nobody. Like the military is on stop. Like a no one can defeat the military in hand to hand combat or some oh, no, some bullshit like this. Uh, something about how the military is putting all their uh, efforts into technology, but uh, technology will never defeat just a group of people that like are yeah. ready to hit the ground. Yeah, and, and I'm just like. You've obviously never heard of like bombs or drone strikes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think the again, this is why I'm like, I don't know where we're at with this. I think the idea is you can build all the weaponry you want, but you can't, you know, the human spirit is more powerful. Yeah, he he watched like a history channel show about air power, but didn't, but watched it with like the mute. Yeah. 
Well, but then, more than that, I think the idea is like, you know, yeah, you can, you know, whatever weapons you have, if a group of people come together, we can be more powerful. He we watched Battleship. That's what happened. He yeah. watched Battleship. battleship sure. Yeah. <laughs> he said, okay. <laughs> yeah. I get yeah, it. Yeah, he now. probably got this lesson from Battleship. But oh. yeah, it's just oh, it's so poorly said. So now he's like, all right, well, we need we need another scene to get the audience excited. So let's do something. Let's try to top the confusion of the pool scene. He's like, he wakes up, he gets a call from no one, pretends to talk into a cell phone about he got some GPS coordinates. And he just goes there and scuttles up some rocks. And he is not an athletic man by any by any means. And, and unfortunately, that's half the movie is yeah. him scuttling up and down <laughs> yes. these rocks. And like, he... Tr- He's not even trying to like parkour or look like do anything well, like how an agent would. He's just an, a middle-aged man scuttling up rocks. Yeah, that again, I have to argue a little because I feel like he is trying to be someone who parkours, but he is a middle-aged man who cannot yeah. do that anymore. Also doesn't know what parkour means. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. But you yeah, just heard it. Half, at some point while watching this, I, I told Rob, I'm very much getting the energy of like, hey, mom, look what I could do. Because it seemed yeah. like a, you know, yeah, I'm 57. You think I can't climb those rocks? I'll climb those rocks. So he just starts doing it. <laughs> like, then it's not good, dude. Like, we get it. But he runs by this old ass, like, Mars <gasps> Santa looking guy, continues to scuttle all the way up the rocks before turning around to come back to this old man who is standing up and Neil Breen is making old man noises for this man as he... he We'll go ahead. We'll just, uh, yeah, so he he sees the old man, points a gun at him, then decides he's not worth it, so he goes up the rocks. Yeah, right. and the old I, man. I need to falls clarify. Over. I need to clarify mm-hmm. for our audience, older for man. our listeners. Well, yes, older <laughs> man. Then this this old Rip Van Winkle looking dude mm-hmm. is just there in the middle of the Nevada yeah, desert, by yes. some rocks. under some rocks. And he's just going like, like a troll. Uh, uh, uh. And this this guy just fucking falls over and busts his head open on some rocks. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, what the fuck? That's why Neil Breen comes down. Back down. So Neil Breen comes down, puts him in his arms, and now suddenly the guy doesn't have any blood on his head anymore. Well, yeah, there's, fuck continuity. There's that. So, but this old guy, we have no one on makeup. Joe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this old man then mumbles some nonsense. You're the one. <laughs> You're the best around. And then, and then drops. You're supposed to be the chosen one, Anakin. Drops a piece of fool's gold into mm. into Neil Breen's hand. Mm. I got this at the gift shop. <laughs> yes, I got. Yeah. Then dies. <clears throat> right. And mm. then like. And then you see poor Neil Breen trying to carry this asshole. <laughs> um, and he just buries him under some rocks. And he says something about, well, you know, will you come back again? And then <gasps> just random footage of an eagle. And then he just wakes up by his car again with more, like, well, written also, in blood. Well, hold on. He says to the eagle, I am your spirit. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. America. He's a spirit of America. America. Sure. Yeah. Also, to clarify, though. We see this pile he made to bury this man. Unless this man is a pool noodle, that is not putting no, a person no. in there. It's a freaking legend of Curly's gold. Neil Breen was just like, I had to, I just had to carry that man like 10 feet uh, and move rocks. Fuck that. <laughs> that's just, that's all he gets. All right. So, um, <laughs> Rob has left to go buy tickets to a Baby Raffi concert. Don't. Please don't. I saw a friggin' awesome, um, what's the guy's name? The, uh, Brian Bird, the guy that does all the 
the cool oil paintings, mm. um, the Americana ones where he inserts like transformers and stuff into. He did one of um, uh, it's Mad Max, like the Doof Warrior with all the amplifiers and everything, except it was Kenny G <laughs> shooting fire out the end of his saxophone. <laughs> Nice. It's pretty awesome. But anyway, uh, so he's now, um, he wakes up and he's just like, I'm so alone, but not lonely. Where are you? Where are you? Um, and then he's at like, he's, he's in a graveyard somewhere completely different. Then he's, then he's kneeling in a river and just sees the ghosts of his parents. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I have questions. <laughs> oh, I do too. Yeah. Just now? Yeah. Well, we talked about this a little yeah. bit, a little bit while we were watching this. So, uh, continue on. I'll, I'll interject. Well, that I, I was just well, setting no, up the scene. That's yeah, what. Let's start now, because yeah. you're not going to be. Because when one. you see this, you're just like, what just happened? <laughs> so again, just to clarify, he goes to the graveyard, presumably his parents' grave. I would I, guess. Yeah, it could just be any random person. Yeah. It could. Grave. I mean. I can, in the context of reality, probably very much just some random person. Yes. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He just picked the one with the most flowers on it, would be my but guess. Do try and wrap my human brain around what I'm seeing. <laughs> I'm assuming he goes to his parents' grave uh-huh. and envisions himself at a lake where they are there yes. to talk to him. Sure. He's actually just <clears throat> kneeling in the anthrax water he poisoned the other probably, day. Probably, yes. And having some wicked side effects. And I, my main thing about this scene, my takeaway from this scene is this poor older couple that had to walk barefoot around the mm-hmm. these rocks. Because you can see the uh, the guy at least is like struggling and almost <laughs> yeah, falls tri- at one point. He's yep. slipping a little bit. Okay. Well, so- and they're in like like old people pajamas. Uh, no, well, they're, they're in white like robes of some white kind. robes. So old people pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, less soiled, but yes. So. Th- <laughs> freshly applied (laughs) okay so they walk up there but it's pure white they're like you know they have this ethereal like look about them and a choir that may or may not be yeah and there's like a heavenly choir singing the whole time that they're on on screen and he's like are is there an afterlife is there a heaven and i'm like if the if they showed up in ethereal form how are you asking if there's an afterlife yeah they're right there they're there (laughs) and then i'm like after their life ended and then i'm like did their life end are they still alive is that why he's asking these that's the only way these questions like his questions still don't make sense but they make more sense if he's asking his parents that are still alive if there's an afterlife than if he's asking these ghosts that obviously came back from an afterlife to tell him stuff yeah again there's lots of problems here but my guess is that's this is basically what's going on in his head, but these are questions he's actually asking of the graves. Sure. But he's also asking- That makes also, more sense is there, yeah. than is what's there, presented to us. Is there a heaven? And then there's these two people with, like, white robes and angelic choir mm. singing behind them. Also, like, weirdly, though, you say he asks those questions, and and he does, but he asks one to each parent specifically for yeah. some reason. Does he? Yeah, he goes, Mother, is there a life after death? Father, is there a heaven? Yeah. Like, why Why? Why are you talking? <laughs> oh, I, I, I guess the idea is just to, in you know, enforce that these are his parents he's seeing. Well, but... he, told, he told the two actors, he's like, if, you're in, if you'll be in my movie, you'll each get um, named 
in the well, movie specifically. Yeah, but it's, it's more just, card. again, <laughs> it's just the weirdness of like, this is how human people talk, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, no. Um, and he, he no, reaches out to like, grab their hand and Muta? they're like, I'm not letting you touch Fanta? me. <laughs> yeah. and, they, and they walk away where the, the man almost falls in yeah, the river. He, like, yeah. he cuts himself on some coral and has to be taken to the hospital. Yeah, this um, is a rocky beach. Dies run. for real. Or not beach. But. And then this this scene I entitled um, the next scene I entitled Room Hold My Beer. Because <laughs> okay. while you're trying to process what's happening here, it just cuts to he's at the dinner table with some random family. So I don't know who this family is. Yeah. No, we, we don't get any introductions. No, well, we we only learn about one member of this well, yeah. family. Yep. Also, and this I did, this one, yeah, this whole scene really broke me. I have a lot of questions. Yeah. But for one, I believe they say something about it was nice to see you at the river and he asked if they saw his parents. Yep. Which, if what I said before was true, which you, as mm. we talked, make the most sense, means that's not exactly what happened. He actually was at that river at some point. Yeah. I think he was just hallucinating in the anthrax water. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why but he like, was kneeling in it, I don't know. But yeah, well, he's kneeling in the river, talking to nothing, and they're just like, oh, it was nice to see you there. Yeah. <laughs> like. You guys don't so, have questions about this? He came across that man oh. by the river. The man was just going for a walk, and he followed him home. And he's now <laughs> eating dinner in his house. Okay. See, but the, right. as more as we explain more yeah. of this, more of it makes sense, but contradicts everything oh, we yeah. made sense yeah. before. Yeah, so he's there with this family. They are yeah. family. That part is clear. <laughs> yeah. There is a lady, a man... Mm -hmm. And a young girl. And a huge age gap between the lady and the man. Correct. <laughs> Through the, the, all three of them, I would say. Sure. Now, Tony, what is the conversation that takes place? Because, I, like, I think I missed some steps of it. Because somebody calls somebody grandma. Yes. Well, uh, Neil Breen is like, I, I want more wine or, or something. Yep. Uh, was it wine? Or water. Water. The, okay, the... good. It's in a wine glass, though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. All right, but he says <laughs> he makes the little girl go get it, and she gets up and she's like, is it okay, Grandma? And she says yes, so she leaves. That's right, though. She says it's okay. When she, she leaves. She asks for permission to get him more water after mm -hmm. he asks for more water. Yeah, I, I no, don't know. I don't. Let's well, not even. I'll be here all day. You don't move in front of Grandma without asking <laughs> yeah, permission. No. That gets you hit. But the minute she leaves. <laughs> paddling. The younger guy there uh, leans over to him and says, like, oh, yeah, by the way. <laughs> She has brain yeah, cancer. Yeah, that little girl has brain cancer. Like, more sudden than the rooms, I definitely have breast cancer. Like, yeah. This one comes out of nowhere. And it's, he says it's his daughter, correct? He says it's their daughter. <laughs> their daughter. Yes, yes. sorry. Yes, yes. their our, daughter. He says our daughter. <laughs> Are you a grandma mom? How did that happen? We, or was there a woman that one time in this yeah. scene that we don't... Uh, <laughs> or or man, I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to see the family tree, but I don't. It's, <laughs> just, it's just a straight line. <laughs> well, yeah, family stick. <laughs> we're, either he put up his you know, magical force field to make several branches of it just seem invisible, or, or you know, or it's just one straight line. I don't know. Um. Oh God. Yeah, and then you're like, all right, that's weird. Seems like oh we're not <laughs> yeah. we're not done. Hold yeah. my beer. Because Megan comes back. The daughter's name's Megan. Oh, thank you. And he just grabs her head. Oh, yeah. He just holds just slams his hand on there. 
and is just and like grips his magic gold <laughs> yeah, rock. Fondles yep. his fondles his fool's gold rock. <laughs> fondles his nugget. Yeah. John, what what's the what's the pyrite? Pyrite. Thank you. Yeah. I keep I like my head keeps saying coppertite, and I know that's dinosaur shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And there's an it awkward is. like ten second no, no. pause where the rest of the family is like, "Oh my god, what's he doing?" Yeah, <laughs> he's just holding this girl's head. Yeah, and she's like, "My life's over." <laughs> she's like, "When can I stop?" I'm not gonna survive filming, yeah. am I? <laughs> then he just lets her go, and he like, as he's leave, you know, he's he's back at his car. He honestly believes he cured her of wait, brain wait, cancer. Wait, 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 no, what's that? okay, this is again, this is important. Mm-hmm. So after he does this, we have yeah. this awkward moment. We immediately see him scrambling up the side of a hill yep. to go to his ghost girlfriend, where he says, seemingly apropos of nothing, I think I cured her brain cancer. Yeah. <laughs> like, we see no evidence to this. This man's Jesus now. Like, <laughs> He awkwardly touched her head. There's yeah. not even like a, you know... Oh, they got a diagnosis. Yeah. She might be getting better. No, he just assumes that shit happened. Well, this old man fell and died in front of me the other day, saying yeah. I was the one. Right. So clearly, I could cure a brain cancer. Yeah, I oh, couldn't. I couldn't cure his slight bonk to the head, but you know, brain well, cancer. He I got the cure. blood to go away. <laughs> it's <laughs> true. That's true. Well, yeah, I guess. He didn't close the wound and clean it up before the guy died. But then at this point, he's like. Well, if I can cure her cancer, maybe I can bring you back from yeah. the dead. And she's just like, no, no, don't yeah. do that. Oh, don't yeah, even please know. don't do yeah, that. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> death is the only thing keeping us apart. Yeah. Let's keep hey, it that listen, way. Listen, listen, it's great what you did and all, but sometimes. I paid a lot of money. Better. I paid a lot of money to get shot out of this film. Um. So he then taps a compu- an off computer a bunch of times and talks sure. to no one on an off phone. Uh, and he is. Yeah, we never hear it ring, but he keeps picking yeah. it up. He's asleep in the back of his car with his his finger on the pistol's trigger. It's good. Um, it's a good way to do that. Then he, uh, what'd you call it? Oh, yeah. Then he, he wakes up and he, he calls the president. And he just, you see a picture of the White House. He's like, I need to talk to the president. Oh, is that what I didn't even realize? Yep. Like, yeah. that did not even connect with me that that was supposed to well, be the yeah, president. They show, we have like a split second shot of like just he kind of looks like to me the uh, the lead singer of Smash Mouth mm. in dark sunglasses and like a suit. Hey now, you're an all star. <laughs> hey now, you're secret security. <laughs> but we just get a shot like a. I think it was a still image too, mm-hmm. and it's just like I guess that's the guy he's calling. Maybe. Uh, and he's like, yeah, put me on with the president because something's happening. And you get the sloppiest drug slash bioweapon deal ever because at an airport some people buy some kind of anthrax that's just a bag of flour with some duct tape around it <laughs> which immediately gets dropped on the ground yeah. and there's which... just there's just anthrax on the ground blowing around yeah. which for, yeah the guy who bought the anthrax I I suspect oh, like I know because just movie things is how he had to make it work. But it seems like his inner cat kicked in and he just had yeah. to knock it off. The and my then, friend, yeah, there's blowing. In we the hear Neil Breen saying like you know, uh, like the smallest amount of anthrax in the air could kill dozens. As yeah. we just watch a pile of it just blow, blow away. So, also, right. if you watch that scene, you can notice it, it's time lapsed. 
Mm-hmm. It's the pile of flour undoubtedly just he wanted to blow away. But you could tell like it took so long for the wind to blow any of it that at a certain point they just brought they up, just like a leaf blower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's Neil Breen on the ground blowing on it. Or yeah, probably just standing there. Oh shit. Alright, so now we get some <coughs> some complex ass twists in this plot. Um you need to be like you need to really be paying attention to to follow what's going on here we cut to a secret meeting in a parking lot this movie dares you to pay attention where there's some random guy in a suit and the the blonde dude that is uh you know that's daughter has brain cancer we don't we never get his name yeah um possibly had sex with his own mom maybe <laughs> either way uh we get him and this rando in a suit are talking to uh to Neil Breen. Neil Breen's like, I don't like this. Let's get out of here. And they go walking away. But this lady has a uh, some sort of bug on a piece of gum on a shopping cart that she crashes into Neil Breen's car with. There's some other woman with a camcorder just recording this whole thing. Yeah, And it, it does not explain at all and, uh, no. who is who, why nope. they're there, what yeah, the deal they, is. They first of all, yeah, they walk away to have their conversation because the phone, the cars might be bugged. Which it then immediately gets bugged. <laughs> um, and she, yeah, she she does do, you know, it's, I can't say subtle, but like, not a bad way to kind of do that. Like, oh, my shopping cart hit you. Oops, sorry. And then just walk away. But the shopping cart left the thing. But it's also like, right on the driver's side is yep. super noticeable. Like, if you had just done that in the back, you would have been fine. Yeah. So, um, the, the Blondor guy wants him to do an assassination. Yeah. And then says a bunch of gibberish. I honestly have no idea what he's talking about. He doesn't either. It's nonsense that is basically leading to the fact that some some guy who's Mm -hmm. part of some organization is going to get married or whatever. We want you to kill him because it will potentially kill the organization. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I don't know. They all get in their cars and leave. And the random one with the the camcorder... Uh, is suddenly just bleeding out the side of her head and yeah, goes, she gets, pretends she, to go to sleep. She seems to get shot by someone somewhere. Yep. <laughs> you, you hear a gunshot. Yeah. Uh, and then you wonder suddenly why these trained don't, assassins... Don't look at those pictures, uh, John. What are you doing? <laughs> He's back in the pool. <laughs> oh, are you you're doing a play-by-play of the pool scene? <laughs> I'm trying to follow along with you oh. Oh man, you still have a long way to go. Oh we're, my god, we're ways ahead of you. Oh wait, you're um, watching the actual movie? No, 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 no. I'm watching. I'm looking He's at reading on, the synopsis online. Oh god! Wow, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I did not watch this film. Yeah, so no, like just the highlight. Really. John, John had work. Uh, John is definitely one today. <laughs> and and I was I was like dead set against just letting it be the three of us having to deal with this nonsense. So I was like, I, I, I mean, borderline begging. I, the closest I get to begging people to join us. Um, and he so, still only muster up this lot. Huh? Yeah, 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 pretty much. So uh, I didn't really, like, I didn't reach out to any extras. Uh, well, Brick is, uh, you know, he... He, he said wanted he had a to thing. watch this. He had a thing but, tonight. Um, yeah, no, yeah. some scientists are trying to figure out why he's so fucked up. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> did he call? I mean, honestly, Neil Breen might be the one to do it. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, it would probably have about as much success as we're <laughs> having. Chunk of pirate. Solving yeah. this. <laughs> grab his yeah. head. That's it. He, he walks up to Neil Breen, doesn't even say anything, and Neil Breen just grabs his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, legit... Brick, you're on blast, man. Neil Breen is weirder than you. Yep. 
Right, so so now putting him on blast? He, mm. Yeah, I think so. All right, so he notices the bug immediately, takes it off the car, so that plot went nowhere. Right. He's like, oh, um, you think I didn't notice this? Then... And we're like, how could you not? It's like a two-pound wad of, like, sticky tack <laughs> <laughs> with a diode sticking out of it. We, it's like we, a full fucking thumb drive. We get a behind-the-scenes footage that he actually just decided to include in the movie how he gets cars for the film he just walks up to a valet <laughs> gives him two hundred dollars <laughs> it's like let me drive this i'll give it back to you before they're done which at like it, a restaurant or something yeah, again this also hurt my head a little because i'm like okay so we saw this we just had the scene where the woman bugs his car mm-hmm. and he just goes to the trouble to like essentially steal this car to do this mission yep. so you would think the idea would be like Oh, I knew you bugged my car, so I stole this other car to perform the mission. While you guys think I'm still hanging out at the hotel, I'll come back there, pick up my car, then I'll get rid of the bug and go do what I have to do. But weirdly, he gets rid of the bug first. Like, I knew about that. I'm also still just stealing this other car to perform this. Th- like, it's well, just, he can't pick up anybody in that so first car weird. he's driving. It's full of tuna. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, yeah. well, for sure. Satellites yeah. and all that You're shit. You're certainly not going to think he's a limo yeah. driver. <laughs> so, right. with a satellite. I do want to point out one thing I noticed uh-huh. when he was in this car. He was roofing a strawberry? Uh, sort yes, of. <laughs> sort of. He pushed the needle all the way through so the liquid actually just yeah. came out the other side. <laughs> But that's beside the point. <laughs> he, he also receives a phone call in this car mm-hmm. and, like, doesn't even talk. He just nods to the phone and then hangs up. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that's another... I feel... And again, I don't know... If these were things like, we'll go back in, we'll fix this in post, and then, like... He forgot that he's posed and has yeah. to do this. So we're getting very close to the scene that actually broke me on this movie. Right, uh. But I'm just, my point, there's a couple times where, like, one egregious one we haven't quite got to yet, where he's like, you know, whatever, uh, uh, where's the target or something. And it cuts to this, like, slow motion shot of a silhouette. And no sound. Yeah, yeah. And then no it cuts back to him being like, okay, when do I have to do it? And then cuts back again with no sound. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? He's got uh, a plan. I don't know. I don't know, man. So he pulls up to some uh, some Vegas like instant wedding chapel. And, you know, there's two couples outside that have just eloped. And he picks one of them up, um, takes them in the car. When the woman immediately is like, what have I just done? I just got married. Friggin'. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> that was the exact quote. Yeah. <laughs> um, so like you know, <laughs> like this Jay is crazy. Sherman. And the, he's just like wants some champagne. <laughs> that he just throws these roofied strawberries in and knocks these two out. Um, First of all, a question for our listeners. Yeah. If you're drinking champagne with a strawberry in it, are you eating that strawberry? Like percentage wise, I just want to know. Well, I who's eating I, the strawberry? We're we're just, this is all. If you give me crazy. a strawberry, I'm eating a strawberry. That's pretty much. But, okay, but but like, all right. I think the idea here's, though is more. If it was in champagne, it would taste gross, so I wouldn't. But here's the. But I think you're the not idea, a drinker, so yeah. like, the context here is that you're a drinker. Yeah. And that you're drinking champagne, and somebody has put a freaking strawberry in it. Yeah. I don't know why they would do that, but I'm guessing the idea is more. No, they do that. Whatever he injected into the strawberry is has leaked, contaminated the champagne. Mm-hmm. Okay. And. 
What you do that? What did you say? You do that? What? Never mind. All right, let's move on. <laughs> no, I've not. I've not uh, drugged a strawberry and put in champagne before. I don't believe. Uh, despite what Sharon has said to yeah. you both. All right, oh, so boy. they're also they're having this conversation. I've not drugged my wife. No, about like today. driving to different places. But they're, you know, they can't rig up cameras and microphones in a moving car. He just no. doesn't have that expertise. So it's clearly a parked car. Yeah. Right? And he's like, we'll be there in 10 minutes. It's like, you're not going anywhere. You're not moving. All right. So he then, um, he takes the guy and like throws him out somewhere. And he now. Puts him in the trunk. Puts him in the trunk. That's right. While then she's just chilling in the yeah. back of the car. Now she can't move, but he's talking to her. Um, also, pretending that she just married him. Also, there's no evidence that they, like, stopped. So the way this whole scene plays yeah. out, I'm figuring... You're still in front of the chapel. Well, not still in front of the chapel. I got the impression this was supposed to be, like, a we pulled out into really bad traffic. Like, you know, bumper-to-bumper yeah. -bumper traffic. So he's just in the middle of the lane somewhere. Right. Like, well, you can hear these people. Yeah, and there's oh, horns yeah, other cars going yeah. by. Yeah, like... Um, it's you see pedestrians walking right by. Yeah, somebody yeah. somebody honks when he's putting the guy in the trunk. Yeah, oh some my. dude stops um, to help him put the dude in the uh, trunk. No. <laughs> so then he gets a call. Turns out it's the wrong couple. So now yep. he yells at this woman, get out, get out. She's paralyzed. <laughs> you just incapacitated her. So he her. is the most advanced <laughs> yeah. cyber whatever. And he does cyborg, not. Cyborg, cyber criminal. Cyborg, cyber Terrorist. criminal. Does not Mercy. have a photo dossier. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Also. It can't be downloaded on his freaking flip Nokia. Also, I'm sorry. I have to keep being the one to slow us down. But it I, might be actually a jitterbug at this point. But I also want to point out, because this is bizarre enough, I feel it needs to be mentioned. Uh, before doing all this, uh -huh. at one point, I don't know how this is supposed to work out, but. Uh, he tells this woman that they got married. Yep, and they had sex. <laughs> yeah, he said, lots I, of sex by the fountain. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but yeah, then he just is like, you need to get out, mm -hmm. which she doesn't, like, but he then gets out of the car, what? unloads the man from the trunk yeah. on the side of the road, unloads her, who is still conscious but not mm -hmm. moving, I wait, guess. Wait, 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 Tony, I think you missed, he actually says, get out, get out. Get out. Marriage is over. Yeah. Get out. But then places her next to the guy. It's like, right. this I'm is the guy who you somewhere. actually married. Here's yeah. your husband. Bye. By the, <laughs> by the way, neither of you can move. Right. I, I'm uh, like, is he dead? I don't. There's like no explanation. I, but is no. the guy dead? Is he alive? Before you could even think about that, though, where it just goes somewhere even even weirder because he goes after the other couple who are now at that same river that he anthraxed yep uh with little ketchup stains on their head and he's like i got there too late they committed suicide <laughs> what the fuck they committed suicide because they knew it was coming yeah that's right that's right that's true what was coming Wait, so they shot each other directly in the forehead with ketchup guns yeah, yeah again this hurt my head because they went down to this river. It's just rocks with some water. Uh, but they either found this tiny pile of rocks or set it up. Then they sat, you know, shoulder to shoulder, somehow shot themselves in the head without falling over or anything. Yep. All because they knew the brilliance of Neil Breen was coming to take them out, mm -hmm. who is currently grabbing the wrong couple. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and yelling at a paralyzed woman. <laughs>
<laughs> all right. But this so, is still not the most nonsensical part of the no. film. Oh, all right. no, it gets better. So check out this this meta moment. So I wrote in my notes, more weird crap with dead fiance, which I honestly don't remember. And then I wrote, I'm taking a pee break. No pausing. <laughs> oh, no. Also, so no, I don't know I, what happens here, oh, but no. in real life, I have to pee. So no pausing. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, God. So, but all right. So this is all right. Uh, so the the closest I have for my notes. About to steal your beer. Is where this guy does he where Neil Breen does a drive by anthraxing. I, yes, I believe this is correct. So is this another test, quote unquote? I don't think it's another test. I think this is him because he was told to take down Las Vegas for two months. That's that's, that's more than two months. You start poisoning people with anthrax, something. Okay, so, well, I mean, there's no explanation for anything in the, any of this movie. Mm. So, basically, he's he's just walking down the street mm-hmm. in, well, first of all, he's the only, he's the only asshole in all of Las Vegas wearing a full, like, full pants and dress shoes. Long sleeve shirt. Yeah. Long sleeve shirt and Neil Breen hair. And he's just walk, walking down the strip, passing by this group of people, and all of a sudden... Cuts to him close up with a glove on <laughs> and baby powder all over it. Yeah. I'm sorry, anthrax all over it. And he just rubs like a pound and a half <laughs> of baby powder on this random dude's arm. Yeah. And then he suddenly he doesn't have the pa- the glove on anymore. And he's like, I don't remember what he said, but some dumb bullshit. Oh, no, that's, that's part of the best part of all this is like, oh, there's so many people in Las Vegas or whatever. I can do this without being noticed. Yeah. And then just smears this pound of baby yeah, powder just, on a guy. A there, there's actually a gif on John's phone. Watch. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking, it's, it's a whole. It's a handful. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole fucking bag of flour. Also, he just rubs down this dude's arm. Does he have some on him already? No, that's a glove. No, no, the the, the guy. The oh, other probably. Guy. I don't know. That's, I don't know. Is no, a, that's that's the. Is that shadow or lighting? That's a lens flare that's on. Okay. One of the cameras, like all the time. Yeah, he yeah, bought the JJ Abrams went lens flare. Mm-hmm. Um, so he does that. A douching of powder. He gives this guy, and no one notices. And no one notices. Yeah. But that's not the that's not the part of the film that broke me. The part of the film that broke me is. Immediately following, he calls a friend of his mm-hmm. who's apparently, I guess it's a hooker. It sounds like the Possibly lady Gremlin girl. from Gremlins 2. It's clearly Neil Breen. It's clearly a 80-year-old woman. It's clearly one of the Golden Girls. And he's talking to her and he's like, I need you to do a job for me. Okay, honey. What do you need me to do? It's like Harvey fucking Firestein. And he's like, okay, baby, I'm going to suck a dick for you, but it's going to cost you. And he's like, no, you don't need to suck any dicks. I just need you to show up. He's like, okay, I'll do it for you, but I need you to meet me afterwards because I'm going to suck your dick. And he's like, okay, because I'm Neil Breen and I need to be constantly told I'm the best. You can suck my dick afterwards. Can I cover it with anthrax first? Yeah, I'm going to cover it with so much anthrax. A lot of what Rob said. (laughs) No, no, no. It's perfect. It's exactly correct. And so he he goes. Help me out here, Tony. What? Help me out. This is where he steals the Ferrari. This this is where he steals. (laughs) 
Luigi Mario. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, first he needs yeah. a new car. Mm-hmm. He needs so a new he car. goes to a car lot and then picks the car that is clearly not on the car lot because it's the Ferrari yeah. he already owns. All right, but it's it is a Ferrari uh, with the license plate is spelled wrong because it says Ferrari. There's no E's anywhere in the, well, in the name. Uh, listen, I can't. How much uh, you want to bet that's actually Neil Breen's license yeah. plate on that actual car? Very possible. Um, but yeah, he because break, it takes me far. Because you know, Rari. we're so crazy with technology. He can easily break in with his flip phone. Easily break in with his Nokia five twenty and just yeah. zap in there. He he then goes to pick up. Luigi. Okay. Before that, though, he says a gem of a line of saying, I know everything. That's more than the government knows. Which is correct. Yeah, it is. Everything is more than the government knows. That is fair. Why? Why are you saying that? What does that mean? I don't know. Again, I'm telling you because it's a coded message to the people back on his own plan or some shit. (laughs) So... Um, yeah. So he goes to pick this guy up. Um, you want, you want to describe him there, Ralph? Uh, yeah, okay. It's, um, it's a man I, of some mm. description wearing a, uh, well, so, okay, it's, uh. It's shaggy. No, it's, what's the, what's the dude's, what's the. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that guy. John what's, has a picture, yeah. What's the drug dealer's name in the room? Oh, Chris R. Chris R. It's Chris R. Wearing the mustache from Sleepaway Camp, the dead terrible on that guy's wearing, face. Yeah, wearing the most fake mustache <laughs> and goatee. Dollar store fake beard. You'd ever imagine. And they don't explain it. Yeah. At all. Well, again, because it's, it's another, it's an actor from previous in the movie. No, yeah. but here's the uh, thing. Probably. But here's the <laughs> thing. Neil Breen picks him up, takes him to a, a parking lot somewhere mm-hmm. uh-huh. where an 80 year old woman is like, hey, baby, you want a piece of this? And starts. Taking her, not an eighty-year-old woman, but possibly an eight-foot woman. I yeah, mean, she's huge. She is a large. She is a yeah. large Pres- woman. Yeah. I'm sure she's lovely. She's a little okay. older. I don't know. Like a little we're, we're, too old to be a hooker on the you're Las never Vegas too old Strip. To be a hooker you're on never, the Las yeah, Vegas yeah, Strip. Never, okay. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Yep. Yes. Yeah, way too much makeup, but that's. Mm-hmm. And she's like, she's like, you want, a, you want a piece of this? Well, she doesn't even get to say anything. She. They pull up into this parking lot. They park aimed at her car, which seems to be the only other car in the parking lot. Right. She starts walking to her car, looks at them, and is like, you know, giving them the side eye or whatever. So Neil Breen just, like, takes that time while he's this guy in his car is looking at her to just jab him in the neck and be like, oh, thanks, yeah. we're out. Yeah, right. Like, just and inject then, him with God knows what. And then yeah. takes his fake mustache off. Well, not no, yet. No, no, not yet. Okay, all right, Because right, right. he brings him to suit guy and, yeah. Yeah. and the blonde or with the daughter of brain cancer. Jimmy yes. Olsen. Yeah. Which, two things with that. I'm sorry. Jimmy Olsen. Because right. it's like Jimmy Olsen if he was we, we, injected we, we, yeah, with sloth care. from so, uh, uh, two important things to this is that because, again, because of how the rest of the movie is, at this point, me and Rob were like, "Is the, are you actually fucking trying to tell this to a guy with a mustache? Because you, you, there's nothing to indicate yeah. it's a dude with a fake mustache other yep. than the fact that it's obviously fake mustache. So we started losing our goddamn mind. Uh, but then they take him to the CIA agents Whoever or these whoever. agents are, yeah. Uh, the, yeah, the, <laughs> the credits actually only list them as agent and 
Agent. Yeah. Not no even, name. No yeah, name. not even Agent One or Two. <laughs> agent two. Yeah, yeah. Agent, agent. Just Agent and Agent. Yep. Uh, but they're like, what's going on here? Until he pulls off Who's his mustache. That? And then they're like, oh my god, it's him! Yeah, and they like pull... Yeah, yeah, he pulls off the mustache. Yeah. And then they pull their gun... Like, this dude's obviously unconscious <laughs> and or dead. Yeah. And they pull their guns yeah. on him. And I'm like, what are you and doing? I'm, I'm yelling at the screen, who is anyone in this movie? <laughs> well, yes. And that's that's why I wrote, what the, f- what the fuck just happened? <laughs> but it's also like, if you just pulled up with like... Ted Bundy in your car mm. and to the police, or the, you know, FBI or whatever, they wouldn't be like, I don't know who this guy is. Oh, wait, he took a mustache. Oh, yeah. we, it's Ted Bundy. We all know oh. who that is. <laughs> that looks like Ted Bundy with a mustache. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, it is Ted Bundy. And then, okay, that, so that's they... like going, hey, Lex Luthor, check this out, and taking the glasses off and be like, Clark Kent is oh Superman. Oh Holy shit. So, uh, okay, so they, they he takes him in, and then, like, <sighs> five seconds later, it shows the old hooker is dead your wigs off her wigs off well, yeah, yeah she because she was an agent I, yeah she I was a CIA agent he did yeah, say that yeah there's some line i guess she was an agent and they figured it out because he contacted her or yep. something but they I were still know. banging i guess i don't gross well she said come back later wa- i want to yeah. show you i want to thank you later personally on she or wanted something to. show you my um, gratitude yeah uh, but like right, it doesn't okay. it doesn't explain anything. Yeah, it doesn't explain so, who killed her, why she did, what part she played in no. all this, who the guy was they just collected. It no that, idea. She did, we're we're too busy doing other stuff because now we're going we're driving to Fallout New Vegas over here, um, to go buy some anthrax so from just, two dudes. Yeah, so we just got a dead old hooker, and then the old guy tells. So then old CIA uh, old agent tells young agent like, oh yeah, he's the best in the business. Uh, he's he's, he's taken down uh, plenty of uh, governments, millions up in smoke, and then uh, that's all in my head. I could think of should be the subtitle of this movie is millions <laughs> up in smoke. <laughs> they they yeah, spent no, millions. We, on this. You did jump ahead a little, but no, it was yeah. Uh, that's after the anthrax deal. Yeah, there there was some line about like we don't know where he goes or what he does because oh, when he left, right. we sent a drone after him. Before it even reached him, he hacked it and crashed into the ground. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. that and, and I that was yes, put a, put a pin in that too. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so now we have this anthrax deal. Oh my god! And everyone has an assault rifle here. At this, this is like this is straight up like just a ruined like bombed out building, like something like it's, you'd it's see. It's the in... set from Universal Soldier. Yes, it's the it's the Correct. old it's old gas station set from Universal. Soldier. So there, there's two guys with assault rifles just pointing them at this group of people who shows up. But out of the buyers, um, I guess? The, yeah. They're the sellers. The they're cops the... are pretending to be the buyers. The cops are agents or whatever. No, the co- are the co- aren't the yeah, cops yeah, the let's sellers? Not, let's not. I don't Cause, know. Because Breen has well, the, the stable. No, but that's... The, they, they seem to be trading the, the red... for anthrax. The red <laughs> strawberry... <laughs> the, 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 wait. They're selling strawberry yes. quick. They're yes, selling yeah. strawberry quick for a bag of flour. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. that's... That's more literal, but it's the the strawberry poison for the bag of anthrax. Yeah. That's the exchange. Yeah. So I don't know who's gaining what here. Well, no, <laughs> Also, I mean, there's a line about him saying, I need to pretend like I'm helping the agents yeah. so it looks good. Yeah. What? Which? Who, I don't what? know. <laughs> All right. So, so now, picture... There are five men standing closer than the four of us are right now, which is pretty fucking close. It's, it's, yes, a, it's unfortunately close. Yes. With assault rifles. Yeah, they're they're, they're like a foot right away now. from each other. 
uh, pointing these massive assault rifles at each other, like to the point where they could just poke each other, right, you know, right in the gut with them. Like John could be having sex with Joe and jerking me off right now. Mm-hmm. All right, and we're still further away than these people. Right, and were. I, I don't know why he's not. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I know why he's. Not. I know why I'm not. <laughs> but it was, the scene goes on long enough where I was like, "Is is somebody going to say something?" At which point. They don't, but right. Neil Breen starts to reach out with the sample of mm. strawberry quick, and the other guy reaches out with the bag of flour. These things are hard to hold on to. Well, but that's also because they're trying to exchange them, but one hand's got a gun, one yeah. hand's got the thing they're trading. You don't have hands left to grab the other thing. So the guy drops the jam on the ground, and he like, he dropped it. Run! And well, then okay, Neil Breen drops the yeah, vial yeah, and he of says strawberry it broke. quick. Yeah, and he says it broke. It did break. He just says it because I yep. guess that's the big, big uh, well, double yeah, cross. And, yeah, and these these five men scatter like it's a game of dodgeball, and then <laughs> get like, to your bases. <laughs> he just says he just ADRs in. Run, kill them, kill them, and then. There's a couple's gunfire sounds, and then it just cuts. It's over. Off Real screen, s- off screen gunfire sounds. Yeah, yeah. There's John's got the picture of the deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like, like, okay, I guess they won. Those other people, we don't see them again. Presumably, what? they're dead. No, oh, they're dead. We they do. Because isn't isn't that one guy at the train station? Isn't that the, or, or am I just confusing? Uh, you might be confusing, yeah, or I, maybe I it was know. reuse of an actor. I don't honestly right. don't know. So regardless, either way, he's like, "All right, um, just you know, take the credit for this bust. Here's the here's the anthrax. Here's the yeah. strawberry jam." Well, th- also, again, though, no, he calls it in. He's like, "We were successful. Oh yeah, we got Your them. Agents we did great. a great job." And then it's like, "Yeah, you guys take credit. Like you just called it in, dumbass." Yeah. Yeah. Well, he said your agents did great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's if he's calling, he's getting credit. <laughs> and then. This that this is, older gentleman the narcissism of Neil Breen. just talks for like five minutes about how awesome Neil Breen is, but he's clearly just making it up on the spot. <laughs> or Neil Breen told him what to say once, like yesterday or something like that, because he's yeah, he's trying to remember his lines as yeah. we're going through this. Um, he's on a quest. Because yeah. he's amazing. He's uh, the greatest. And then it just goes back to more of him having an existential crisis with his fiance's ghost. And I guess he's still going through with his Vegas attack. I get, you know, he di- he helped those agents to convince them that he was on their side. Maybe. I don't know. Um, uh, there's no explanation yeah, yeah. for anything well, that happens then, at all throughout this film. Yeah, so. we don't know who ordered yeah. what, when, how. I, I put my notes for the next scene. I think he shot some people. It's hard to tell because he found four <laughs> guns by some rocks and it oh made it made some vaguely gun sounds while he's like humping something and someone's spraying blood in his face. And then he's like, sorry to ruin your lunch, gentlemen. <laughs> oh, God, I just figured that out. What? Because it, it must have been he got it was going back to his car or his invisible force shield whatever <laughs> yes. i don't know but those guns were, were supposed to be for agents there Correct. who put their guns down to have lunch right. yep but we never see them no. right so i didn't get any oh, of that. that so oh, like he said, shoots them while they're having lunch like, yes he's kills he kills about 10 people in this movie and you only see half of them yeah but and apparently he shot them at such close range that he got their blood all over his face. Yeah. Even though it doesn't show them in camera at yeah. all. So, <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I did not get any of that till just now. <clears throat> so like I said, it's hard to tell that he had a gun battle. And um, at this point, so he was supposed to get the drop on a bunch of agents, but they couldn't find four more people right. to hire. Yeah. For the day. And now he has like a moment of cr- like crisis of conscience where he's like, he has to remove his shirt. <laughs> he has to remove his shirt, but he takes out his little his little vest, his little ladies ladies a faux denim vest with all of the <laughs> metals he got at Goodwill mm-hmm. attached to it. Well, and he needs to explain to you what each metal Every is single one and why. It's like, oh, it's the Medal of Honor, the Medal of Glory, the Medal Some of, of Treason. Some of those exist. I, yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> yeah. surprised by that. Like, it's the Golden Globe Awards, uh, yeah. this is MTV. Every medal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. every M- single one. MTV Best Kiss I do also, Award. Yeah, he says something about getting, like, all the medals, but he's got, what, eight? Yeah. Yeah. And he yeah, puts them he puts them over his that. saggy old man tits. <laughs> and he's like and just like his his body is so he's like a walking tube of crescent dough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's so skinny I, but he's so doughy at the same time. It's so it's gross. I really think <laughs> oh, no, this movie just is just He's trapped in the desert having a bunch of hallucinations. It is just very dehydrated. That would that, be a better way of actually explaining Yeah, that, that would be a brilliant ending That's what's actually yeah. going on in this movie, I think. But yeah. then he sits down and he takes out his little pen knife. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I saw Terminator 2. Let me cut a tra- tracker out of my arm. Yeah. Oh, a bunch of stuff happens before that. Okay, you want to walk us through that Yeah. Show? Oh, yeah. Oh, he, he, he really... He boasts about being able to set off at EMP 200 miles above an area. Which, so, like... Would affect the area, know, probably. Way, way out in space, he could set off an EMP. Wouldn't matter. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't make to, it that far. Yeah, to what end? Yeah. Does he even say? Uh, no. Know? Like, I mean, he claims that could shut down an area, but... He's, like, just, he's yeah. just assuming it would work because that, his satellite dishes yeah. don't work half he the time. He bought that from, like, that, that guy in the classified ads that, you know, wants to hire people to go back and Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, or the, t- the guy that's that safety yeah. not guaranteed, or the guy who sold Uncle Rico the time machine in Napoleon Dynamite. Like, <laughs> Actually, was that based on his hiring process for this film? Yeah, yeah. like someone found that ad and was like, "Oh, I can make this into a movie." <laughs> so someone calls him, and uh, he just keeps. He's like, "No, I cured her." Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, cured- yeah, yeah. So. Spoiler alert, he can't yeah, cure He did not cancer. cure the brain yes. cancer. He just gripped that girl's face for nothing. And then, presumably, that's the, oh, our daughter died call. And then he's like, hold on, I have to take it <laughs> Yeah, I got another this. call. I got another call. <laughs> I mean, possibly because it was the president, yeah. but we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He just, yeah, tells this guy, like, sorry your daughter died. Yeah. <laughs> I got to I really all. thought I cured her. It could have been the president of Netflix. I don't yeah. know. It doesn't say. <laughs> but but we do get a lot of, it can't be. Yep. I did it. I cured her. This can't be real. And it repeats that line for about 10 or 12 Which times. also, just to remind you, if you're this agent who just, you know, I guess was out with you buying drugs and whatever, you get the, you call him to let him know what happened. And he says all that. What is your response? Like, like, oh, this can't be. I cured her. Like, what? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah what? Sorry, what? I had the magic rock. You wait, what? what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I grabbed so, her head, man. Yeah, is that why you were touching her all weird? <laughs> like, well, yes and no. 
That's not. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Weinstein. This isn't Seventh Heaven. Let's not go. I don't be Weinstein. I don't remember what happens specifically in the next scene, but I wrote in my notes monologues and freaks out set to the wrong music, which is essentially the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Um. Now it's time for him to begin the attack on Vegas. Well, but that's that's but, when he no okay. Right, then, yeah. then he questions his life choices. Is he doing the right thing? Right. Oh yeah, when he's when he's freaking out, that's when he's like, "I'm an American. Yeah. I love my country." Right. And now that's the movie's. There's too much emotion, Joe. But otherwise, that's yeah. what he was told should be the movie's <laughs> turning point. So he well, goes. That's what he decided should be the movie's mm-hmm. turning point. <laughs> yeah. He um, wrote and directed and everything yeah. to this. Yeah. It's it's hard to have a turning point to a movie that is uh, not going anywhere. <laughs> it's already been spinning in circles. <laughs> It just keeps turning. That's dog, correct. Dog yeah. not trying to take it, chase its tail, but trying to lick its own ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, it. yeah, this is the point where the dog just lifted its other leg, <laughs> shifted its pelvis Pissed around. Pissed in its own mouth. Dragging right. <laughs> its ass off yeah. the carpet. <laughs> so, now he, he takes out his knife and pretends to remove something from himself. So here's the deal. His tracking device. And here's the deal. He, he removes his tracking device. But didn't the old guy just tell, old agent just tell young agent that this dude was untraceable? Yeah. Yes. Yep. It was like, oh, they tried to follow him with a, with a drone and he, he hacked the drone and made it look at some kids Well, that guy didn't know about his bio-augmentations. And... Yeah. Yeah, I guess not. I yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe you know, two years ago he shoved the bottle cap in his arm and oh, so did he. Yeah, that's, that's maybe that's more akin to like I, I have this cell phone, but I turned the, the GPS off. Like mm. now he's throwing it out. Alright, so then he's like he's talking to like some guys in suits and steps on some gum that has another bug in it, and you're like, What's even happening? <laughs> and it cuts to like his <laughs> He's like, they planted this. And you're like, the government just randomly planted a tracer in some gum on the street. The government puts those everywhere. In freaking Las Vegas. (laughs) They knew where he would stand specifically. Like, what? And then, um, like, that scene just just transitions to, like, his fiancée or her skeleton is in his stupid tarp bag um and he's like where are you and he goes running off and he falls on a ram skull but the whole time so so at this point he's like he's gonna he's gonna set loose the anthrax and this is where he has his moment of like yeah america i guess because he's like he sets the anthrax loose but then he feels bad about it or something Mm -hmm. yeah i i think it was Oh, God, I don't know. My guess. There's a bunch of guys chasing down a train for some reason? He was hired to release the anthrax and cause mass chaos and destruction in Las Vegas. Right. He decided he's not going to help with that. But the organization that hired him is still going to go through with that. So he calls the head of the CIA... The Senate, the National Security, and banks, I'm getting, I don't know. The bank, <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. The bank. To warn them that this is all going to happen, at which point the other agents show up and kill the rest of the- Just kill that one black guy. <laughs> Mostly, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. There's, so... also an, uh, there's also uh, Henchman Bob. <laughs> that goes down oh. real quick. Yes. Also, everyone's applauding every time those guys <laughs> in the suits- 
talk. Oh, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Um, there's Ooh. lots of stock footage of absolutely nothing interspersed in this scene, too. Yeah. Um, and, this is, yeah, now he decides he's going to stop his main attack. Well, also, the, the, the stock footage we use... It's a helicopter is... putting out a forest fire. Well, yeah, it's things where it's like, are you saying the attack happened? Is this what's going to happen? Mm. Is this unrelated? Because it, it does seem to imply that there was some kind of attack, maybe, mm. but he's they're trying to prevent it, so I don't know. So now, it's, yeah, the movie, like, reality's breaking down even more than it already has. The movie's making even less sense. Um, he goes to, like, he's on the side of the highway, and he just throws all the tuna cans out of his car and makes a mess on the side of a road, which he probably <laughs> didn't clean up. Throws no, all his laptops in that box. Yeah. Who knows what's happening now? Now he's talking to... The guys in uh, in suits, um, and uh, there's these three random dudes are like by a train car with with the same assault rifles that everyone in this movie has, and they're like with the same screw holes and yeah, yeah. Those, those they're like the, the codes he, have changed. Yeah, those are the ones you could rent for the day. And like there's there's other guys running out shooting stuff, <laughs> and then <laughs> for no reason. Um, after his call with the guys in the suits, the the Bob the Goon looking dude just takes a handgun and just immediately like shoots the 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 bigger uh, agent guy right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, who were those people? Why did that happen? <laughs> like, I don't know who either of those guys and are. Then, that's not the guy I was calling Bob the Goon. I was yeah. saying that was the old man who was the first one to get shot in mm -hmm. that group. <laughs> he just goes down like a sack of potatoes. Uh, we're going to Code Orange. We're going to Code Red. Um, these those four actors the that are that are the guys in the suits that are supposed to be like the head of the CIA and the head of the FBI. Um, they have they're just reading off a teleprompter and they look so confused. Yeah, they're in front of a green mm -hmm. screen that I'm pretty sure if they stood aside, you would see Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. Yeah, when he's standing in front of those mountains. <laughs> and then like he he's still throwing tuna cans out of his car. He finds the hunk of gold from the old man. Uh, you get a sick ass Doppler effect as he runs somewhere, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh gosh! Um, and then, like, uh, he falls down a hill, and uh, now he's carrying his fiance down the hill. There's a bunch of bad jump cuts. He takes a rock and destroys all his laptops. Um, and I guess that that mean. Oh, yeah. Then he he confronts the little kid image of himself. Yeah. And le just leaves that fucker in the desert. <laughs> yeah, that poor kid's does. dead. <laughs> but I guess that's supposed to symbolize he's left his old self behind sure and he's driving yeah. away and his his fiance uh was in the seat beside him but now she's in the back seat so like she's behind him now too holding his hand I, uh, so yeah i get i think that's supposed to be he's he's come to terms with his past or she yeah. just refused to sit next yeah. to him in the car. <laughs> <laughs> probably that but um, but that's the thing like these are i don't want to say great thoughts but like these are ideas but I'm not <laughs> sure they're the ones that yeah. he had when making them. Yeah, we, it's, it's mean, up to the viewer to decide what. I suppose ultimately it always is, but here. wow. But um, yeah, it, presumably his attack has succeeded in being stopped. You don't really know. Uh, one one dude betrayed another dude that was on his team. Sure, that's all you know. Um, and then as he's just driving away in his car, uh, I guess leaving his past behind, he's like, forgive me, it had to be this way. And I'm pretty sure he's saying that to the audience. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. 
No, nah, I don't think he's ever asked the audience for forgiveness. And then roll credits, movie's over. Yep. <laughs> Cue the Neil Breen, Neil Breen, Neil Breen. Yeah. <laughs> well, Neil Breen, Neil Breen, Neil Breen. No one did this job. Yeah. No yeah. one no, did no, this no, Some no, guy no, holding, held the camera. <sighs> Neil Breen, Neil Breen, Neil Breen. Oh, my gosh. He did the catering. He did do the catering, yeah. yeah he did the catering. He made sure everyone knew. He <laughs> and that's... He catering, catering by Neil Breen. Lighting by Neil Breen. Like, he showed up early to the set every day to put some peanut butter on some Ritz crackers <laughs> for ground services. Or this tuna. Yeah, no. Honest to God. Honest to God. I swear to you. I bet money. He was like, later on, we're doing the scene where I need a bunch of empty tuna cans. So, yeah. yeah. Time to make tuna sandwiches. Tuna for <laughs> if you're lucky, the it's a sandwich. I can't guarantee that. You got to bring your own bread. Yeah. yeah. There <laughs> might have just been tuna open. on a saltine. Yeah. Also, no, there might have just been open cans of tuna yeah. on a table. I didn't buy mayonnaise either. You got to bring it. Oh, no. Oh, no. That shit's expensive. <laughs> oh, fuck. And that is double down. And like you make it a good ways through the credits because you're just stuck. Like that like that woman in the car that ate the strawberry. You're just like, what just happened? Outside of Neil Breen, there's like ten names in those credits. And like your set, your your ears are ringing, your your eyes are dilated, like <laughs> mucus is coming out of all your orifices. Your, your fight or flight reaction is fully, <laughs> yeah, fully most engaged. Most of your body's numb. Fully. You're just like just trying to cope with the disaster that just befell you. <laughs> all right, Tony, what do you got? All right, so on RonTomatoes.com. <laughs> Uh, there is no critic score because what? Why would you? Wait, wait, not even from Neil Breen himself. And no, he's not a critic. This is a count. Uh, but audience gave this a, a whopping fifty-three percent. Wow, wow, that's their thoughts and opinions. Fifty-three percent. Oh, yeah, I get it. Let's, but uh, so that's their thoughts and opinions. What about you and yours, Rob? If you can talk, I cannot talk, Joe. Let's start with you. Nope, you're lost too. John! Alright. You didn't so, watch it. <laughs> the only one being compared, barely co- coherent here because I didn't watch the full film. John only, John only I, got it at half power. I, I got, yeah, I just got the, the highlight reels. The best scenes and the worst scenes, which were all the worst scenes. Yeah, you didn't even. I would, say, I would say you didn't even. Yeah, it's like it's one in the same though. So you yeah. didn't get the old hooker. You didn't get Luigi Mario. You didn't get any of that stuff. I saw enough um, that, that I can definitely not recommend this film. Um, if you want to see a poorly edited, um, shabbily acted, uh, uncoherent movie, um, watch Modern Vampires because at least there's some truly funny shit in that one. All right, Rob. I see. Here's the thing. I don't think John can quite appreciate how much you and I were in absolute cackling tears through half of this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, it's incoherent. Uh, yes, it's terrible. Now, here's the thing. I'm having a tough time because I know that some of Neil Breen's later works are perhaps better. Mm. For watching, I would say if you can watch this and not alone. <laughs> It's worth it's worth a watch. It's awful. It's got a so much like dead space in there, but just the sheer 
to quote was it the Picard show? <laughs> Sheer fucking hubris. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just the sheer nonsense of this all it might be worth a watch on its own. I mean, don't don't watch this by yourself because yeah, you will you'll you'll be a suicide statistic. Yeah, I never recommend a movie that I can't watch by myself. That's fair. That's fair. So yeah. in that, in I, you know, if we're going by there's that, there's a lot metric, of lonely people out there, Rob. There's a lot of people that don't have friends. Guys, if you're I lonely out you, there, will, I just will start by warning you. I, the first time I watched this movie, I watched it by myself, and that's when I started waking up next to my car without me written on the side. <laughs> <laughs> In blood. That's not, and not yours. That's not good, because yeah. I watched this by myself. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I Joe. I get to look forward to that. Guys, if you're out there and you're lonely, please email us at the4ampodcast.gmail.com. We will we'll be your friends. Um yeah, I wouldn't. I would not recommend this watching by yourself. I would definitely recommend this in a group viewing session. Um, because just the, the just like the sheer, like Tony and I couldn't breathe through half of this movie watching this thing. And it, yeah, I, I think that's really all I can add to it. That's that's really it. That's all I got. All right, Joe. It's, yeah, it's a so, hard hard one. Yeah, when I first started watching it, you know, I didn't know much about Neil Breen, but I knew that this is supposed to be up there with like The Room and uh, Birdemic. Uh, so that was the standard I was holding it to. And at first I'm like, this is just bad. Like, this isn't the same interesting bad that those movies are. Uh, then we got to the pool. And <laughs> and I used to lose nuts. Like, and what like, the mm. fuck is happening here? And, like, my critique was going to be that, like, this guy is just bad, but he's not interesting bad like Tommy Wiseau. But then as it goes on, I'm like, this man, I, this isn't a human being. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, what is happening here? Um, and I, when I wasn't just, when my senses weren't under the complete bombardment of the stupidity of this movie, I was postulating various hypotheses to explain Neil Breen. Um, and I look forward to going on the internet to see what people have come up with in that regard. Uh, that being said, though, he's like, daddy. he's my daddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, that being said, though, like, uh, this was fun to watch. Um, this is a, you need, you just watch it once, pull the pin, walk away. Um, and yeah, you should watch this with other people, but, um, it was like, it was worth the watch in the same way that like the room and, uh, Birdemic are uh like those movies I disagree. there are going those. to be you didn't watch it <laughs> <laughs> but i don't like the room and i don't yeah. like bird damage yeah, like like all those movies though uh just understand there's going to be long parts of the movie where nothing is happening but then when something happens it's gonna be a fucking catastrophe <laughs> But it's going to be amazing. So um, this would be best viewed, I think, as like a supercut. Like if someone chopped this down to about an hour and just took out the stock footage and the various like Neil Breen climbing a rock <laughs> forever. <laughs> there was a lot of Neil Breen just running up and down hills yep. of rocks. Um, I think it would it would be even better. But yeah, that being said, like I recommend everyone does see it just for the sheer like terribleness of it um but just just once you just see it once you're good all right yeah i'm gonna i'm kind of in the same boat because because this it's hardly even a movie it's an experience mm -hmm. like we went through all an emotional range roller coaster. of emotions yeah 
An accidental one. When I didn't even know I was capable. (laughs) Yeah. Um, In a group setting, definitely. I mean, maybe you can watch it on your own. But yeah, preferably this is is a group thing. And I will say that this is better to me than Birdemic or The Room. Mm -hmm. Because (sighs) while those are good, bad movies and fun to make fun of, or, you know, if you watch riff tracks, they're enjoyable. But like... There's so much that's an utter slog in those where you're just watching someone park a car. Mm-hmm. But this one, yeah, there's so many points where, like, yeah, we could not write down what was happening fast enough to question it because some <laughs> other question would come up. And then the slower parts are things where it's just Neil Breen climb up the side of a mountain. And I'm just laughing at that because I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Does he think he looks cool doing this? So it still brought up questions and mm. like, oh, uh, yeah, it was, oh, it's madness. It's, it's maddening. And while there are better Neil Breen movies, which I'll probably get into some point. um, Yeah, I'd still say this is a good thing to, you know, throw on with friends, laugh at, have a good time, have some drinks if you're into that or other substances or whatever. But yeah, just uh, it's. It's definitely worth experiencing. Um, so I recommend. It. So the little bit I did look up for Neil Breen, um, essentially, from what I could gather, like this is the movie where he's most like most grounded because it looks like it goes to like he becomes a deity in most of the oh, other yeah. films. Oh yeah, yeah, and like he's like a god from the future. <laughs> it's out of control. <laughs> and you're just like, I can't wait to see what this man does wrong in all those films. Yeah, for the first, for the next three uh-huh. movies or so he does he basically just refines this sort of mm-hmm. where you know it, it gets more apparent he just gets handed a magic rock that gives him superpowers or whatever <laughs> um but it's the storyline seems to rock. yeah the storyline seems to be more progressive mm-hmm. in a normal fashion uh but i will say oh just wait till twisted bear where he's playing against himself in oh, a terrible beard oh it's probably um, the same dollar store beard. It's better than that one, but one. it's as be- it's noticeably fake. Um, so we already saw his twisted pair. <laughs> yeah, yes, we certainly did. I came up with with three scenarios to explain Neil Breed. Okay. Uh, well, technically, one of them Tony said, and I, I agreed with. So Tony postulated he's an alien who's come to Earth and thinks he understands humanity and thinks he can make a movie. Uh, that was scenario one. Uh, scenario two is um, he is a robot powered by an AI that is just making a movie script. Hmm. And, um, you know, it's just, it's an advanced AI, but you know how, like, advanced AIs are still still make weird crap when you try to to um, have them do anything indeed like there are some movie scripts made by ais and they are bizarre the only thing i would uh, fight against that on is as rob pointed out the general hubris in this mm-hmm. which may be an ai i could you know yeah if that's a parameter yeah, you put get, in yeah so also it was made in 2005 so ais were yeah, you know more, way less yeah. but you know this movie's pretty damn janky so it could have just been made by an even jankier ai and um Scenario three is imagine just a man was raised his whole life without ever watching a movie. Um, and then, and then was told, so brick. Yeah. And no, then we was getting some dog tooth scenario here. Was, was given a list of like, these are things that are in movies. Write a movie. No, no, make a movie. Drugs. And like, I think that's, that's basically what we have here. 
Like, because this looks like somebody told Neil Breen over the phone what should be in a film and then turned him loose. Yeah, again, with my first thought of being an alien, I mm -hmm. got the impression this was someone coming to Earth and somehow either picked up along the way or when they got here, just a bunch of action movies. Mm -hmm. And they were like, yeah, that's me. I'm I'm awesome. I'm cool at everything. I'm mm -hmm. the special effects, the, you know, whatever I, whatever it is, I can do it. And yeah, again, though, has that, like, it's got to be about me. It's all me. Mm -hmm. I'm amazing. I'm awesome. Let's keep reiterating that. <laughs> and then, yeah, just tried to write the rest of the script and was like, yeah, it's not that important as long as I'm cool, I guess. I don't know. But I also, I <clears throat> one of the best uh, explanations I heard is, mm -hmm. This is that uh, angry kid in high school who has a point they have to make, mm -hmm. but whatever story they turned in made them have to go to a guidance counselor after. <laughs> That's pretty bad. There, John has oh, found yeah. a gif of Neil Breen uh, being rapidly jump cut into a uh, Spencer zombie mask. <laughs> yeah, uh, one which the, one is that's from a film? Yep, one of the shrunken oh, yeah, heads from Harry Potter. Oh, uh, which one is that? Space Jesus. Yep. Yes. Space Jesus. So well, that's here. pretty much anyone. I am here. Now. Yes. Oh. Yes, yes. Okay. okay. All right. So anyway. anyone have any other possible Breen hypotheses? I mean, I honestly, I think I'm on the train with the alien. Mm -hmm. he, trying to make it in today's world. He's not a rational human adult. No. Like, like he doesn't understand human things. <laughs> um... Our ways. He lives mm -hmm. better than I do, though. He what? He lives better than I do. That's sad. Lives better? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's got more money. Yeah, he's got... He's I mean, better he's got... living condition. Yeah. Right. He's still probably just in that whatever... He's still in whatever condition he's in, eating cans of tuna with a fork. Yeah, you... You have not resorted to kidnapping people and forcing them to make movies yet, Tony. Yeah, that you, you know. You've not. <laughs> that we know. Of, yeah, all right. You haven't released those to the public, so you're at least you're doing. Have you at any him. point gone to a reservoir and dumped baby powder in it? No. Okay. Well, <laughs> Threw some you fish that. you bought at the store. Oh, yeah. I, I have not dumped some fish I bought at a local market on the side of a or, river. Or gotten from work. But that's mostly because I can't afford the fish. So. <laughs> well, you know. Anyway. So, what else we got for the people, Rob? Well, I guess the question then becomes... <laughs> we uh, try to recover. Are we, are we going to just slide into the next uh, sponsored episode, or should we do a proper roll this episode? Well, they do a roll just in case. just yeah. Let's get another roll on. Oh deck. lordy! All right. Well, Tony, if you want to hand me the d20 of fate, we can make this uh, make this official. I'll roll up my sleeves here. All you right. Say you don't take that up beforehand. I don't know. Probably uh, poor planning. All right, guys. Sounds about right. All right, listeners. I have in my hand the d20 of fate. It's a large size d20. Or 20-sided dice, for those uninitiated. What? Who the fuck is listening for the first time now? Every episode we have to assume if, is somebody's first. If you first. are, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is I know, not the, I just, not just hit me. Because I am in a weird place right now, but alright. Neil Breen puts you there. I'm going to go ahead and roll this Breen here. And that's a two, I think. Yep. Yeah, that's a two. That's what we got. It's not a one. Because that would have given us <laughs> more Neil Breen or Transformers. Or Ice Pirates. All right. Oh. <laughs> two is 1990s Men at Work. Okay. I'll take it. Keep I'll David freaking out. 
I don't even remember. Is Take, Keith David in that movie? Yeah, he takes the, the guy from uh, Ski School hostage. Okay, that's pretty good. I just remember it's a Estevez... It's a machine joint, and it goes it goes off the rails fast. Yeah, I remember enjoying it when I was younger. But uh, either way, um, that's gonna be that's gonna be not our next episode because I believe our next episode is gonna be the Princess Bride, Fingers barring crossed. any crazy. Hopefully, assuming the schedule allows. Assuming it. the schedule allows it, yes, that is absolutely correct. But it ain't gonna be some Neil Breen. That's for damn sure. Yeah, let's just like Neil Breen. Let's put the D twenty back into our velvet sack. And uh, float it in a pool of good vibes. Um, dead hookers. Dead, dead eighties hookers. Um, but guys, that was that was our episode. Double down. Please, uh, please leave us an email if you have any more thoughts on Neil Breen as a person. Question mark. Um, there is about what he might be, where yeah. he might be from. If you have what f- is pretending to be the person that is Neil Breen? Yes, that is great. What is? What do you think Neil Breen is? Um, <clears throat> what is your favorite Neil Breen movie? Are you familiar with Neil Breen at all? Uh, that's at the 4 podcast at gmail.com. Let us know there. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to answer your emails. Um, special thanks to uh, everybody here at the table. John, thanks for joining us, even though you didn't watch the movie like a piece of shit. Tony, uh... Hey, hey, hey. <clears throat> If, if there had been time, I would have suffered like you would have slept through it. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, join us next time for maybe maybe men at work, maybe men, men at, at Princess Bride, men at Prince, yeah, Princess, Princess men at work, Princess at work. That's right, <laughs> the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Uh, But either way, we thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Rob. Yes. Marriage is over. Get out. Oh, damn. Get out. Damn. Sharon says that every week. Good night, everybody. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, and if possible, leave a review. If you have questions, comments, or would like to sponsor an episode, email us at the4ampodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support the show, you can buy a t-shirt, hoodie, and more at Teespring. Or gain access to exclusive content by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash 4ampodcast. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.